Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Huck Breeze, a.k.a. Sex Raptor, and I am joined today by Scott Shedig, a.k.a. Darth Scott. We are doing our second round of rankings discussion. We promised that we would come back. This is us fulfilling that promise and uh, discussing the rankings that were made by Max and discussed last week. How are you doing today, Scott? I'm great. I'm good. It's good to be here. Um, it's been a nice hot week, but no hurricane. And I enjoyed listening to you guys' podcast on the part one of the rankings. Of course, we al- I always appreciate Max's hard work. And uh, Chase coming in this year with another opinion and everything it was really nice to hear kind of a- another side to it as well that they kind of had to compromise and, you know, defend some of their positions on where their opinions for certain players and teams came from. So it was, it was cool to see an in-depth analysis by more than one person on the, on the league this year. Yeah, no, it is. It's good to, you know, hear everybody's uh, opinion on, on other people's teams. It's also kind of a relief. Uh, I know there was a lot of pent up, uh, I don't want to say secrets, but information that you didn't really want to talk about leading up to the draft. Now it's kind of free. We can talk about our opinions. We can talk about our rankings. We can talk about what we think about these NFL players freely and not having to worry about it. Um, That being said, so I talked to Max a little bit about his rankings that he does every year, and I wanted to check in on the accuracy. How accurate has his guesses been, let's just say, since, uh, you know, since he joined the league earlier this decade, uh, and the last time he guessed a winner correctly was you back in 2014. So it's been a little bit. It's been a while. Um, that just goes to show he needs to pick me more often, and I'll win more often. So, Max, okay. just, you know, pick a Fair winner. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, year after year – we do enjoy these rankings. We are excited for these rankings. We are excited for somebody else to do an in-depth analysis of our team. Yet, they're wrong. This is I, our chance. It's not chance. so much that they're wrong. It's a preseason ranking, and that that team that you start with, look at the team you start, you draft, and look at the team you end with. You know, mm-hmm. that's a completely different team. So he's not ranking the team you you end with. He's ranking the team you're starting with, okay. and from there. I, one one of the biggest things I noticed in the podcast this past week that you guys talked about with almost every single owner was their either uh, ability or disability to trade. And right. to me, what I was when I was listening to that, I don't remember a single champion that didn't make at least one or two huge trades during the season. Now he they probably started with a great team, but they also made a lot of moves, a lot of trades, and a few big splash trades that you know, we're going to make or break their season, but obviously it made it. And uh, for a lot of the owners that were like, oh, this person won't do this, blah, 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 those people don't have championships straight up because every year they're a little too gun shy to to pull the trigger. And sometimes you just got to put that fucking little bunny rabbit in your crosshairs and kill that motherfucker. It's true. 
It's true. Yeah, and you know what? I have seen a little bit more of a an aggressive tone from some of these people that you're talking about. Uh, I know I've been getting text messages, you know, uh, testing the waters on some of my players. I know I joke about, you know, people need to send me trades and people need to show them more interest in my team. Uh, but I think there's maybe it's just the anxiety of not having sports and not having football and being pent up. Uh, but there are people that are going out and trying to change their team, trying to, you know, see if they can get some deals. Uh, we do have the usual suspects who are just sitting in the back and, and drafting their team and just kind of sitting on it. But uh, I have seen a lot more conversation from the people that, or some of the people that, uh, that usually stay silent this time of year. So we don't want to make this a two hour long uh, podcast, but we do want to dig into these teams. So let's just start here. Uh, starting with what we're going to do is we're going to go down the list from last to first, just like they did. Uh, and you're going to tell me why or why not you agree with that ranking and uh, what your your general opinion is of that team. So let's start with their consensus last place. And that is John Riggs, a.k.a. Fupa Slayer. Tell me why or why not you think that 14th is a good spot for John. Uh, this, this is one I definitely agree with. Um, now, he wasn't necessarily my overall last worst team when we did our pod, a podcast of the week. Um, it's just he does have some strong players. It's really more over the – like right now his team is the worst team. But we know that John is a pretty good uh, manager, and he can wheel and deal. He can uh, play the waiver wire. So I don't think he's going to finish last by any means. Um, he does have a couple good players, but his quarterbacks, Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater, I feel like they're going to get beat every week by whichever quarterbacks he's playing against. Uh, he's banking on Denver and, Gi and the Giants to, uh, to throw to his wide receivers. That's not a good bank. Dalvin Cook has – I don't know. It's a matter of minutes until his knee tendons tear. Uh, if Kelsey doesn't have Tyreek Hill on the field, then he's he just gets doubled or tripled all day. So a lot makes it a lot harder for him. And Tyreek Hill can't stay on the field. So his bench is just terrible. It, it's really it's it's kind of like a shit show all around. Every time you look at it, um, it is. But like I said, he's trying to wheel and deal. He's one of those people, like you said, already trying to make moves. Already been uh, offering, you know kind of trying to make big deals with a lot of different teams. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he made a big splash trade before week one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John usually, uh, you know, tries to get the best out of what he drafts, whether it be good or bad. I'll start by saying the more I look at John's team, I don't think it's the worst in the league. So I don't have him at 14. Um, I think second worst is more of a more of a spot for him <laughs> yeah, but, yeah like i said in past podcasts to me these preseason rankings they're about weaknesses to me i think it's you talk about the team that they drafted and where that is weak whenever i look at my own team uh i say here's what i need you know i don't like this i don't like that and i'd like to improve in that spot i do like myself yeah. at let's just say QB. I've got three of them. Let's take mm -hmm. that third QB. Let's try to improve the spots that I don't like. Uh, the people that have too many spots that they don't like are the teams that I think are the weakest because they can't fix that with a trade or a free agent. 
they just have to kind of just rough through it. Um, they end up trading their actual good players to try to fill those holes, and in the end, they're just missing the playoffs. Anyway, don't want to get uh, go too far into that, but I will say I have both of John's QBs higher than somebody else in this league. We'll talk about that later. Um, I like Darnold as a QB. I, I would have accepted him, not you know gladly, but I would accept him as my QB too. Uh, we, we sometimes can forget that a QB's total points is an equation. It's not solely built on a surrounding cast. You know, people like Aaron Rodgers, for example, uh, you know, he had Devontae Adams, but he scored more points last year when Devontae Adams was out than when he was in. Uh, it is possible, if not probable, that we see some starville fantasy players coming out of the Jets wide receiver core and, and tight ends like Hurden, Jameson Crowder, Perriman, Hogan, Mims. Uh, yeah. In addition, uh, he's got Bridgewater, Seaman's game manager. You know, somebody that just that doesn't excite. But not one of us doubts that Christian McCaffrey will catch 100 balls after he caught 160 last year. So, uh, you know, something's got to give there. You can't have the worst quarterback or one of the worst quarterbacks in the league and the best uh, running back who's a receiving running back. Uh, you know, there's got to be a, a, a compromise. Uh, but the reason John's way down here for me is not just the QBs. Uh, you know, I do think he could have spent his first two picks better than Elliott and Cook. I hated both of them going into the draft. I, I don't mind Elliott. To me, Cook is the, is the big question mark. Right. And it, it seems like he's done this for the past – since he's been Lee. I mean, he's been – a solid running back, but yeah. there's always a question mark. Uh, I know he tore his ACL two years ago. Uh, you know, I think that was his second year, but he's always been somebody where it's like, eh, I don't know. And he spent a really high pick on him. Um, just a hypothetical for John. If you stick Saquon and Kamara uh, instead of big, those two, I, I, yeah. Saquon Kamara, Saquon Jacobs, Saquon Jones. Hell, even Saquon and maybe Zeke, because you don't know if Zeke would have gotten past Chase and past the next two. So yeah. if he has Z- Saquon and Zeke or Saquon and Kamara, this is a totally different team in my head. In my head. I think this yeah, is like... Yeah, he would have been at least 13th or 12th. Right, because what he's trying to do is do the things that Chase did last year. Yeah, and I agree. That's what you guys were saying last week. I agree that he just didn't... He didn't punt on the quarterbacks well enough. He panicked like halfway through and was like... Ugh. Right, right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, because in the middle of the draft, you know, we're all taking quarterbacks left and right. So I get it. He was like, "Oh fuck, I don't want right. to end up with the Bears' quarterbacks." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so he got Kelsey, best tight end, twenty twenty. Yeah, he's just going to get even better this year with the wide receiver yards increase. Uh, he takes chunks out of the field as far as yardage, so we know that. So he did great there. Um, I think this is where he royally fucked up, though, was wide receiver. For me, none of these wide receivers are ranked in the top 30. I, I agree. Those wide receivers just look terrible. That's why it's like when I look at a team, it's like you start at the quarterbacks and you go to the wide receivers and it's just like, oh. oh there are te- yeah. There are teams <laughs> with below average quarterbacks in our league that have just great wide receivers. And this is a year where it's an experimental year. Not an experimental year, but we're, we're, we're pioneering into a new spot with these yeah. wide receiver yards. Yeah. So – there are people like Trevor who spent almost first round pick on Michael Thomas 
And John spent a sixth, ninth, and tenth on uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, um, Cortland Sutton, <laughs> Cortland yeah. Sutton, and uh, and Slayton, and yeah. for those three, he could have gotten three much better receivers, in, in my opinion. No, I, I agree. Yeah, especially I the Emmanuel. He, just, he, didn't adjust, he didn't adjust his his draft strategy pre after we voted that in, mm-hmm. and yeah. I knew there was going to be a few people that that wouldn't adjust well enough for that to be like, oh wow, I should probably take my wide receivers in the top five or at least get one or two in the top five rounds. Right. Some people did, others didn't, you know? Um, so, you know, it's a balance, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's where I have John. I don't want to keep talking about John forever. Uh, that's (laughs) not it. So, uh, let's keep it rolling here to their consensus 13. Tell me why or why not? Do you think dad is number 13? Uh, a lot of it, honestly, uh, it comes down to his managing of not being able to trade. Um, I think Brad is one of those people, kind of like Danny Moulton, like you need to have him on the phone or in person to really get a trade done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a little harder to do. Uh, even then, it's not a guarantee. But just looking at his team, I mean, obviously, you know I hate A.J. Green. Uh, plantar fasciitis it, it is the destruction of your cells and your heel. And they, they can't regrow, and they never will. So it just keeps getting worse. That's a waste right there. Odell Beckham Jr., is a, he's, he's just kind of a dumb shit fucktard to me. So he really, like, I don't know, wear a nice watch to your game. Cool, man. That will probably really help you, what, not win football games, score touchdowns. <laughs> so that's not going to fucking work out. Aaron Rodgers, did you watch Aaron Rodgers play last year? I've watched Aaron Rodgers play a lot. Uh, okay, okay. So yeah. you've seen him when there's fire in his eyes and in his heart and he's out there and it doesn't matter if he's down by 10 points or 30. He can he still has that, like, we can go out there and fucking win it kind of spirit. Yep. Did he have that last year to you? Because he looked like a scared little fucking mouse out to me. To me, Like, every time he's just sitting there like. Man, there's a reason that Aaron Rodgers dropped from where he was last year which was a consensus top three pick to uh i guess it was nine no it was ten uh it's a tenth pick so um that's a significant drop in the first round and i'm sure if brad didn't pick him there uh you know one of those guys right after would have picked him but uh but yeah i mean everybody's down on aaron Rodgers. i think the packers I'm, are I'm, down on aaron Rodgers. i'm they down on there's, I mean, there's a bit of like the schematic thing that they're more of a turning into more of a running football team, but to me, he just doesn't look like the leader of the team, hmm. and that's not like when you're the quarterback. I'm sorry, that's part of your fucking job. You you got to be the leader of the team, and he did not look like that to me. He did not look like the guy that could bring you back down from two touchdowns down in the fourth quarter to me. Even though they they got to the <clears throat> NFC Championship game, it just I don't know he doesn't look like the same guy to me. Joe Burrow, really young, no help around him, not even A.J. Green. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara and Jonathan Taylor, I like those picks, but it's not. It's kind of late to be helping them there. Uh, Austin Hooper, he's in Cleveland. Just get out of my face. I don't know if to look at that. 
Uh, no, but that, that's the other thing is he's, he's doubling up on a lot of things. If the Browns and the Bengals don't score a ton of points, neither is Brad. So yeah. Joe Burrow and A.J. Green, Austin Hooper, and, and uh, Odell Beckham Jr., only one person scoring on each of those drives. So it's just if they both have bad teams, which, yeah, I will bet on the Bengals and Browns having bad games majority of the time, he's going to lose. So that's, that's why he's 13th there. That's why you think he's 13th. Yeah. Brad's team, and we all think Brad is the most aloof manager in the league, fantasy manager in the league. Uh, he doesn't. He does check it on Sundays, but it, it would be anyone's guess if he checks it during the week. Um, he's the only person in the league that uh, could questionably leave a have a roster mistake <laughs> like left somebody in that was hurt left somebody in accidentally you know bye. who was who was on by something like that um didn't put in somebody whatever i don't i think that everybody else in the league kind of looks at their team if not every day then once every couple days uh to make sure they're doing okay and check their notes etc so and also brad we've also talked about this in past podcasts because of this has the worst record in the gridiron. But I'm here to tell you, I severely disagree with the number 13 ranking. I think Brad's team is the second best team. Why? In our league. Where? Let me tell you why. How? He, he got Aaron Rodgers at a very cheap price. So we talk about Aaron Rodgers. You talk about him not having fire and not, uh, you know, being the same old Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers scored 340 oh. points. Right. He, he scored 340 points. There are naysayers uh, that I think, you know, Max talked about last, last podcast that say pretty much every old quarterback, whether it be Brady, Rivers, Breeze, uh, Rodgers, that they're done. They they got no. I don't think they're all done. Right. No, I, don't, I, don't, I, th- I, I think Aaron Rodgers is done. Okay, but what I think is that you keep rolling with a hot hand until they show you that they're not. Again, I'll talk about it just like I did last time. Brett Favre, you know, doesn't play a year, comes back for the Vikings, has the best year of his career. Uh, Peyton Manning, who was a Hall of Famer before he went to the Broncos, went over the Broncos, had the best year of his career. I agree. He's, Green Bay. Get rid of Aaron Rodgers. He should go to a different team. He'll be better. Well, well, it's not only that. I'm just saying people in their late 30s can, or even early 40s, can come out and have, uh, you know, some of the best seasons of their career. Uh, so you cannot count them out. I think Aaron Rodgers was a deal at 10. Uh, I know Brad was desperate. Is I guess the right word for it when he traded for Joe Burrow, uh, he got you know rid of Daniel Jones, um, but Joe Burrow's a, a solid QB too. I think that if one of these teams, Johns or the other team I'll talk about later with the worst QBs, uh, got Joe Burrow, it would look a lot different on their team. So I do like those. His receivers, Beckham, Gallup, I think are strong receivers to increase on their point yards. Gallup, I like Gallup. I love Gallup. In fact, I, I felt like that's, during the draft, Gallup was stolen under my nose. That, that's um, the only one I like, though. 
I, I like Beckham. He's the number one uh, receiver for that team. I still think he's got something left in the tank. Yeah, do I like him as a person? No. He did have 1,000 yards last year, and it, that TD total is so low. Four touchdowns. It's got. Okay, be- you guys kept talking about this last time. Was okay. He had a low TD count last year, so this year it's going to go up. What, mm-hmm. what does him sucking in the red zone last year make you think that all of a sudden he's going to be some sort of red zone darling this year? To me, you sucking dick in the red zone last year means you're probably going to keep sucking it in the red zone this year. I don't. I don't see the uptick in this. Uh, but, okay, oh, you like Odo Beckham Jr. a lot. You like him with Austin Hooper on the field at the same time for your team? I, so I've been talking about this with undisclosed people in the league. It's a stack. So we've talked about uh, earlier on in the gridiron, the, the old days, old, old days when you first joined, the popular thing to do was to get stacks or tripods as we call if, them. if you have a qb throwing to him but if you have the wide receiver tight end that doesn't make any sense you have, if you have the qb wide receiver the qb tight end yeah i get that but you're you're what you're doing is you're saying if the browns go out and score 30 the percentages of my players scoring those touchdowns and getting points off those are high and i think the browns are going to score 30 more often than not so if you have, let's just say, eight, your offense, eight different players, eight different teams, just randomly, not talking about the talent of the players, eight different players from eight different teams, and you have, let's just say, five players from one team. If that one team, uh, facing five players from one team, three players from different mm-hmm. teams, if that one team scores 40 points, drops uh, 40, 50 points, has a great game, you're most likely going to lose. Do you agree with So that? you must love Clay's team then. Well, I mean, we'll get to that. But what I'm saying is if you think an offense is going to do well, then you can put as much stock as you want in them. And if they do do well, your team will do they, they just better. They better be like top three offense in the league. And to me, the Browns is not that. So okay, I mean that's fair enough. Uh, yeah. You know, some I, they just they better be like like 30, 40 points a game kind of thing. It's an extremely yeah. opinionated thing, uh, and it, it, I'd like to see some some statistics on it. But in this case, I don't like Hooper. <laughs> I didn't like Hooper to go in the draft. I didn't think he should be owned. I thought it was right outside those tight end rankings. I still think that there's some tight ends out there that if Brad Wynn picked up, whether it be Ebron or Gusecki, uh, that would score more points than Austin Hooper. Uh, so that's not what I think is a strong suit for him. And even A.J. Green, huge injury risk. Already had a hammy problem in the preseason. Didn't play all of last year. I mean, it's just one of those red X's on most people's draft board. This is wide receiver three, in my opinion. I know he drafted him above Gallup. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Gallup is like a star to me. So I think he's the second best receiver A.J. Green slots into that third spot. So, yes, he's got a weakness at, at that third receiver. Uh, and But his two running backs, man, I love them. They're some of the best in the league to me. I know uh, Max and Chase both have had him at fifth. To me, these guys are stars. I think uh, Kamara having a bounce back year is inevitable. And Jonathan Taylor is the number one ranked rookie. 
forward. But who did, did you start? Turn Jonathan Taylor week one, or did you start Marlon Mack? It starts Jonathan Taylor. I think I I, I honestly think I honestly think Jonathan Taylor is going to be a top ten, top fifteen, maybe top ten running back this year. So top half. Uh, I think he's got the talent to to really be a star in this league for years to come. Uh, so I. I I think that's what part of the reason was the two quarterbacks, two running backs, uh, two good receivers. That's solid. Uh, I don't really like the tight end. I don't really like AJ Green. Terrible though. So I disagree. Uh, part of this defense, yeah, I don't like Sean Williams and I don't like Kenny Moore. Uh, I don't like Sean Williams at at the safety spot and I don't like drafting corners, whoever they are. Um, he did go sack heavy with Miles Garrett and Barrett, but. Yeah. Uh, Barrett led the league in sacks last year, so if you're going to go sack heavy, you might as well get the guy that led the league. Yeah, uh, but does anybody ever lead the league in sacks two years in a row? Uh, I mean, yeah, no. I would say. No, no. They really I, don't. I, Next I year, every offensive line just goes, well, guess who's not beating us today? The guy who led sacks last year. So that motherfucker's out of the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe you're right. Uh, so there is a regression there, but even 130 points would be a success out of defender uh, at, at what looks like his D3. DJ Watt, and I agree with it, is yeah. everybody's going to hone in on him. Right. But Tremaine Edmonds, love Tremaine Edmonds, love, love, love Tracy Walker. Um, and and Kareem Jackson's a transitional corner safety for the, for the Broncos, so uh, he can, you know, get points. He's been off and on free agent wires for years. Uh, in our league. So I, I really like Brad. I really like Brad's team. I think that it's way better than people give him credit for. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see. But uh, if Brad can keep – If I was higher on Aaron Rodgers, I'd be higher on it. He, his team would look a lot better to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, it's opinionated. Uh, but these are, the, these are the guys. I had Joe Burrow on my list, you know, if he was there – uh, at the spot where I picked Rivers, I probably still would have picked Rivers, but uh, I would have definitely considered Joe Burrow. Um, but but yeah, I, I do like Brad's team. But let's let's keep it rolling here. Uh, we don't want to be long winded. Uh, let's move on to uh, start on uh, my team. Darth Scott, you want me to you want me to roll with it? Yeah. Okay. So I have you ranked twelve. I agree. I agree with this. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, perfect for him. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this, this is where I, it, it wasn't, uh, you know, anything to do with it just happened to roll that I liked you at 12. Here's where I think your strengths are. I think Matt Ryan is going to absolutely increase on the 303. I think everything that was done for the Falcons in the offseason, um, as far as bringing in Hayden Hurst, uh, changing, uh, getting Gurley at, at that running back position, and they'll you know trade in and out uh, with him and other running backs. Having Ridley in in what is his third year, and Julio Jones, one of the best receivers in the league, uh, and even Russell Gage for that matter. There's just, I mean, this is like a show on turf. It's they're going to air it out, and and Matt Ryan's going to be the beneficiary for that. Derek Carr to me. It was one of those where it's like, ah, oh, man, you, you picked him so early. I expected Derek Carr to be one of those guys where it's like John is looking at at the end being like, oh, well, I guess I better get Derek Carr. Um, 
but you had confidence in him, and and that's fine. I just personally don't. And Miko Hardman, I mean, I know you drafted him as a number three. I think he's your best receiver at this point. Uh, he plays for the most high-powered offense in football. I think we can both agree that the Kansas City Chiefs are that offense. Um, Deontay Johnson, sleeper. Uh, I, I, I don't like Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett had reached a peak and started to fall. Uh, you know, a lot of people like Tyler Lockett. I think he's the number two receiver in that offense uh, and maybe the third choice on that team. Uh, so I, I, I think your receivers are uh, average. Uh, you, you have running back problems. Ingram is a great running back that they drafted – J.K. Dobbins, they still have Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. We're talking about four different rushing options. So if you're buying stock into this rushing game uh, and it's not Lamar Jackson, you might be frustrated from week to week. Uh, Miles Sanders showing uh, injury problems, you know, in the preseason thus thus far. We, We know that Peterson came out and said that Miles Sanders would be the guy, but it's almost a seeing before believing type thing. Uh, because he's always used a committee at running back. So if he is the guy, then yeah, you got a you got a pretty good um, pretty good running back there. But you did spend, I, I believe, it was your second pick, correct? Yeah. On on Miles Sanders, so uh, there is quite a, a bit of risk involved. Jared Cook, I don't think should be owned at all. Um, I, I think that he is a not only a tight end that. Um, that is that shouldn't be owned in fancy, but he's a below uh, 15, 16, 17 tight end. Um, he's down there. I think there's other tight ends. Like I, I'll, I'll say it over and over. Gasecki, Ebron, those are the kind of people that should be owned. Um, Stidham, looking like he's not going to win the job. Your whole bench here, uh, apart from Brita, is free agents. Um, you dropped them, nobody would be first to pick them up. Uh, uh, Zerline is a good kicker. Uh, I, I'm partial on the defense. You've got hot DBs. Love McCourty, Adams, Fitzpatrick. It's a strong suit of yours. Um, Levante David, Jared Davis, Rashawn Evans are some of those where they weren't so attractive to me. Um, I would say they're below average on there. All in all, I think that the reason that you were put in this spot is because of the holes you have at QB two, uh, in in at the third wide receiver, tight end, bench depth, and your your defense uh, or your defenders. Tell me, tell me why you don't deserve this spot. Well, those are a lot of really cute opinions. I um, hope I didn't hurt your feelings. I mean, no, no, because I mean a lot of the people you're talking shit about, like you're talking shit about Tyler Lockett. Okay, he's number two wide receiver that put up over 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns last year. Okay, that's fine with me. Jared Cook, 700 yards and nine touchdowns last year, shouldn't be owned. Okay, the guys you're talking about should be owned are a bunch of fucking garbage, but that works. Uh, Mark Ingram, too. Man, what garbage. Over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns last year. Jeez, man, that is just yeah, garbage. We were talking about last year. They didn't, they didn't, spend, they didn't spend a first-round pick. They spent a second-round pick. On a rookie, and I don't give a shit about most rookies this year. They don't, they can't find the playbook out of their own fucking dickhole. So I don't give a shit about any of them. But Miles Sanders plays well for the re- the second half of the year and almost ends up with thousand yards himself. If 
Injury thing, okay, as long as he stays healthy, I think he can be the guy. But Nicole Hardman, I mean, yeah, he's on the one of the best fucking offenses possible, and obviously Tyreek Hill can't keep his fucking hamstrings uh, untight. Uh, un- so whatever, you know, he's going to get fucking targets. I think he'll be, a, he'll be fine. Right. Derek Carr also, ooh, 4,000 yards last year. That is just terrible. I wouldn't expect anything out of him. And then if Cam Newton, say Cam Newton's supposed to be the guy, who's he going to throw to? He's got to throw to somebody. Right, I think no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, 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 he doesn't. Name a saying, receiver that was owned run. that was ownable in Carolina during his tenure. But but at, if he's going to play, he can't run anymore. In in Carolina, for a long time, they had designed runs for majority of his plays. He can't do that shit anymore. So he's got to fucking throw if he's going to be on the field. So it's either that or nothing. And that's why yeah. I don't think he's going to field that long. Uh, my de- my defense is fucking hot as shit. Don't talk shit about my defense. So is, <laughs> that is that is just an, uh, insulting. Okay, um, I, I I've got a little more faith in some of these guys than a lot of people do. I think I do think I agree. A lot of my defense, a lot of my bench is probably going to get dropped soon, though. And mm-hmm. I'm probably just going to wait till after the week week one games and see see who's hot. Um, why wait the till week linebackers? One? Hmm? Do it tonight. Why wait till week one? Well, I, I mean, I already made a move today. My, 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 move, my move quota for today is up. I'm not making another move tonight. Yeah. I, I, I might make a trade. What, what do you think about Tyler Lockett for Kelsey? Ooh, I, I, I like that trade on the Kelsey end. I just don't think in, uh, in any uh, – any, unless it's like an alternate universe where somebody doesn't know who won the Super Bowl last year or who – you know, what a tight end is. Um, I bet I can get John to do it. He really likes Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I think he just likes saying "lickety Lockett" or "lickety." Yeah, or he really he would he would put that in the group message ten times a day. But if he wanted to make his receivers even more questionable, I think he adds on Lockett. Uh, but no, Miko Harbin is by far your most attractive player. I think that on a trade market, you would get more for Not what yet. he's worth. Yeah, no, right now. He is sometimes, and I preach this a lot, you're watching football and you go, holy shit, that guy's good. That guy's athletic. That guy can, can, can yeah. do, you know. I want him I, on my team. I want him on my team. Yeah. Miko Hardman is that guy. He gets the end around. He's on a punt return. And it's like, whoa, he can move. I remember thinking about that about Devin Hester. Every year I wanted Devin Hester on my team because Devin Hester, when he got the ball, was lightning. He was magic. It was fun to watch Devin Hester play, and I think I feel like I got a lot of criticism for Miko for taking him too high. And I, when I was when I took him, I was looking at a lot of receivers at that point, like uh, AJ Brown, uh, I think Stefan Diggs, um, Allen Robinson, uh, and Miko uh, Miko Hardman, and uh, a few other guys. And I honestly, out of, out of all of them, I wanted him because to me, okay, AJ Brown's really good, but. What happens after Derrick Henry goes down? Mm-hmm. Does Tannehill still carry that team and have that offense scoring points like they were? I mean, it's a situation that we haven't seen. We, we you know, this no. whole Tannehill Titans uh, thing is is new. We haven't seen Tannehill play a whole year with the Titans. We don't know what's going to happen. AJ Brown that, could be a top five receiver. I mean, it could be. Could be. Could, could be. be. Yeah. Or All right, he we'll, lives off. Play action pass, but yeah, uh, let's we, move on. Uh, what what is it? eternal touchdown next? Yes, eternal touchdown. Tell me 
why eternal touchdown is so low here. I mean, I, I feel like uh, with all those trades, he should have gotten more uh, more credit in the rankings. I, I agree. I think he's got a pretty pretty good offense. It's pretty stacked, and he's got a lot of depth on his uh, uh, on his bench. Um, really, a lot. I think a, there's a lot of criticism on his quarterbacks of Jimmy Garoppolo and Tyra Taylor, neither, neither one of them really being like a flashy, big time, big score quarterback. They're both kind of game managers that aren't going to get you. They're, they're probably going to score between 10, 20 points every week, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but his running, uh, his running backs and his wide receivers, his tight end could put up enough to cover them. So you think they might, I think, I think it would be enough to get him in the playoffs. I think I'm not uh, a Moster fan. And right I think now, Clay, I think Clay's Clay's ranked a little low. I think he should be more around six or seven, a little more uh, middle to top top end of the uh, the pack, mm-hmm. uh, especially because his his uh, his bench depth, he can make a lot of moves. He may, you know, he's no no stranger to trades. Um, I, I like that he's he's take, he's making a lot of bets right now with a lot of different teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, remember when we talked earlier about how I didn't think John's quarterbacks were the worst? <laughs> is, is this your team? Is this this your is the team that I thought had the worst quarterbacks. Um, they were ranked uh, both for me right below uh, Darnold and Bridgewater. So it's like it went Darnold, Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, and then um, and then I had Jimmy G underneath there so yes they're terrible but what clay has going for him is that he has a lot of them <laughs> yeah he has a lot that's what i'm saying between garoppolo tyra taylor daniel jones and tua if Got tua more. starts get if if he can tyra taylor doesn't lose his job immediately mm-hmm. and tua gets his job eventually and he makes some trades he he can do a lot of things here Right, he's got a lot of trade power. Um, I think mm-hmm. as the season progresses, he's got that wide receiver base. I think those are probably easily the best wide receivers in a year that I we talked about this being a wide receiver year where it's just gonna, you know, these we're adding points to the wide receiver position, and it could be a difference between winning and losing most weeks. He has Julio Godwin. And uh, and AJ Brown, Will and Fuller Kittle. on the bench. Got to put Kittle in there too. And Kittle, right? So he's got those all the people that catch the ball, and they're very good. A lot of depth at quarterback. So let's just say we're wrong about or we're right about Jimmy G and Daniel Jones. They suck. Are we going to be right about Jimmy G, Daniel Jones, Tua when he gets the job because you know he'll play, and Tyrod if he plays some games? Are we going to be wrong about all the? You know, it, the chances aren't likely. He's going to strike something there, and even if they're mediocre, he can get some trade value out of them. Uh, the one, the one thing I don't like about his team is just that you're going to start Jimmy G, Raheem Mostar, and Kittle. It's it's too much for me. I just uh, I can't. I, I've had a lot of like stacked players on teams before, and it it just sucks to see them. You know, have a low scoring game. You're just like, well. That was that like that made her made her break broke my week. Well, we talked about it earlier. Where yeah, you, I mean he's riding with the 49ers. Yeah. And it's a stack. If you decide to stack a team, you better hope they score a lot of points. 49ers aren't really known as that offense that scores a ton of points. And if they do, they do it on the ground. 
or through Kittle. Well, he's got Kittle, and he's got the guy on the ground. So uh, I guess he has the good pieces to do that. I don't necessarily disagree with it at all. I mean, I have a stack myself. So, um, you know, we'll see how it turns out for him. But I think that he is – I have him ranked ninth. With the combination of those receivers, Kittle, the depth at quarterback, um, a, a kicker in Chase McLaughlin that I would have picked. I mean, he was, I think, fifth um, on my list that I that I was going to grab. I think that he's really underrated. Um and a defense that I he pretty much carved out of my playbook. I feel like he just tore out my defense. I was going to say, Isaiah shoot. Simmons looks really good. Simmons, Rowe, uh, he just picked up Winfield, which was a good, uh, a good pick. Nasir Adderley, I, I think I talked about him on, uh, on the podcast earlier this year. He was a first-round pick uh, for them, not this year, but last year. Uh, didn't play the whole year. Coming in fresh, he's probably going to be their free safety. He could put up points. Nick Bosa, you know. Uh, is, you know, one year under this, this San Francisco uh, tutelage. And he's really, uh, you know, people in their sophomore year, especially on defense, put together a lot. Uh, and Khalil Mack coming off of last year was kind of disappointing. But before that, he was a defensive MVP candidate. So this is why I have Clay ninth. Um, and, and I really think that he can go higher than there based on some trades and some moves. And as long as he doesn't run out of those. Um, yeah, but let's, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Keep on rolling. Rum ham. I know he was very disappointed with his rankings with the, with him being 10th. He definitely disagrees. Tell me why you agree or disagree with this 10th spot. I, I disagree with the 10th spot for him as well. I think his team is much better than that. Um, I think his team right now is much better than that. I, I have a little bit of question in his uh, managerial side, like we've been talking about, you know, a lot of people being too gun shy and trading. He's a bit too trigger happy on trading sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like he's playing a, uh, one of those, uh, you know, weekly fantasy games. He's gets a whole new team sometimes. He thirsts for something new. He likes he's a exactly feeling it's, of new players. And I get the idea of selling guys high and stuff like that, but sometimes maybe just ride that wave. You know, mm-hmm. no, don't sell it, you know, kind of thing. But I think right now he has a great team. I th- I see, like, I like this stack, Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. That's a great stack, you know, yeah. because he has a good chance that Drew's going to throw it to Michael Thomas. There's no chance that, uh, you know, Raheem Mostart's going to throw it to Kittle. So only one of them is going to fucking get it, you know. So mm-hmm. and, if, and if Garoppolo hands the ball off to Mostert, it's almost even worse because he didn't throw it to one of them. Like, it's, it's a whole – it's too much for me. So I like this stack. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Marquise Brown, but he when he hits, he'll hit big. Um, I think Adam Thielen should get plenty of targets. Nick Chubb, obviously, is a beast. I'm not a big fan of James Conner, and it's really just because he doesn't know how to run. Uh, it's you know, uh, it's one of those things. As a running back, it would help. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. N- uh, Noah Fant, I think you know has you know that's a decent stack for Drew Locke. Again, that's two stack for me. I'm I'm just much more leaning towards. Uh, uh, what's it called? Spreading my, uh, spreading it out a little bit. His defense looks pretty good. I think he's got a lot of uh, a lot of sure uh, players in here. A lot of good tackle guys, Bobby Wagner and Jabril Peppers and some other guys. I like his team. I think I, I would I would have ranked him top five at least. Top five? Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And, that's pretty generous. And I know uh, the last 
the other podcast, they gave a lot of hate to Drew Brees, but I think, like you're saying, like until we see otherwise, there's no reason to think of anything that he's going to do any worse. He's still pretty amazing. I mean, yeah, he got banged up a little bit last year, but it was a very, very minuscule thing, and I don't think it's anything to worry, like, oh, will he be able to recover from that or anything? Mm-hmm. So I think that this is close to where Trevor should be. I actually have him at 11. <laughs> I know it's even worse than, <laughs> than what uh, what others had him at. Uh, but here's the thing. I, I like Drew Brees. I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Drew Brees, and I think he scores just the same amount of points, if not more. You know, he missed some time last year. Probably in the 320s, 330 range. Yeah, if you did, if you did his per-game scoring and, and, like, throughout, if he didn't get injured, which he rarely gets injured. He's not an injury-prone quarterback. By any means, mm-hmm. um, so like if he did that, he still would have had a great year, right? And I, I don't want to hate on Michael Thomas because I think Michael Thomas was a great pick, but I will say that it's going to be really hard for him to hit three hundred points like he did last year with the receiving yards. And I, I know that uh, you know we did boost receiving yards. 149 catches, 1,700 yards, nine touchdowns. Amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he drafts him in a good spot, but it's just – it's one of those things where it's like, can he reach that spot? Can Mahomes reach the spot that he was before? Can Lamar Jackson? Can Michael Thomas reach that spot? No, no. There has never been a yes. Well, there hasn't been a yes that those answers that people have really break Michael Thomas seasons. has been the top raw wide receiver two years in a row. I, I'm talking about people that have breakout seasons that are just amazing – Players have one of those seasons that we'll remember forever. Uh, Mahomes, 18. Lamar Jackson, 19. Michael Thomas, 19. Chris McCaffrey, 19. You know, these people are the ones we have microscope on. And we're going to look at and we're going to say, hey, can you can you keep this up? And I, I don't think Michael Thomas does bad by any means, but that's a really, really high mountain to reach. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, Something to watch, but I, I don't think he reaches the same amount of pointage. Adam Thielen, I like Adam Thielen. I, I just think Adam Thielen's kind of made a glass in the last couple of years, uh, and he's his wide receiver too. Brown, Marquise Brown, I don't like Marquise Brown. I don't like volatile wide, volatile wide receivers that play on offices that don't feature wide receivers. I mean, he, they feature the run and the tight end. That's what they do in short passes. That's what the Ravens do. They move the ball down the field. They have some big plays, um, but they have big plays off broken plays. And a lot of times Marquise Brown isn't that guy. You know, you'll have weeks where you'll where the third tight end will get two touchdowns. You'll have weeks where, uh, you know, the, the second running back will have two rushing touchdowns. It's just there are so many volatile scores on that Ravens offense, and it's tough to predict. Uh, I don't like Chubb. At all, either. Uh, he's never caught a receiving touchdown um, in a year that we really put an emphasis on receiving yards. He doesn't have any. 278 last year, 36 catches. That's not uh, good. You know, 238 points is not that impressive to me. Um, I think people like him and Derrick Henry to keep up with these people who do catch a lot, Saquon, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, are going to have to pound the ball for a lot of yards and score a ton of touchdowns uh, to be considered still in that top five, top 10 range. Chubb was drafted like he is a top 10 range. So he's going to have to score a lot of points. 
I, I just don't see it. Uh, James Conner, uh, you know, you said it. He's one of those guys that I, I did really like as a value pick in the draft, but I didn't like him as like a guy to carry my team. A good running back too. I like James Conner as a running back too. Um, I, I think it's a good wild card uh, for that for that running back too. So it'll be good for weeks before he gets injured. And, and maybe you're right, but uh, but again, I like James Conner. I like I know he had a really down year. He really didn't impress last year, but you know, again, running back too. Like him, Fant is one of those borderline tight ends where I don't know if he should be owned, if he shouldn't. We've seen, we haven't seen a ton of Fant, um, just like we haven't seen a ton of Drew Locke. And what we have yeah. seen, uh, you know, I wasn't 100% confident on. The Drew Locke thing, uh, Elway wasn't confident in Drew Locke enough to throw him out there as a rookie. He really tried not to. He, he, his hand was forced with injuries, and Drew Locke did decent. Um, not on a game-by-game -game basis, but they won games. And I think that's what Trevor tries to say when we criticize Drew Locke is they oh, won yeah. games. I forgot the other thing I was going to say is that, man, you Texans fans are really butthurt about this Drew Locke guy being good, huh? No, no. It, I, listen, <laughs> it, I mean, it was a tough game last year. You guys really hate on him. He just carved you guys up. It was a tough game last year, but no, by no means am I saying that about Drew Locke because some, you know, emotional connection that I have with him. Uh I just, I, I just think you don't get points for winning football games. You get points for throwing touchdowns and completing passes, and I just don't see it. I, I, I really don't see it uh, from from Drew Locke. So Noah Fant's going to be a week by week guy. He's he's one of those guys that can score you twenty in a week, and there were a few weeks where he scored two or three. I mean, he's just all over the place. Uh, Jerry Judy. Again, one of these guys with a tripod, a tripod, a stack from a team that I don't exactly agree with is not going to yeah. be an offensive powerhouse. Um, I, yeah, I think, I think there, there should only be like three, maybe four teams where you have a tripod. If anybody, anybody should have a tripod. I mean, I disagree. I think it, it, there are a bunch of offices that you could say. Stack, hey, like a two stack, yes, but a tripod, that's a lot. It's a lot of investment to me. Because then you're also then you're also worried about bye weeks at that point too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm just saying, if you look from a fantasy standpoint, the some of the statistics are there that if you think this offense is going to can uh, consistently put up twenty plus thirty yeah. plus points, it's it might be smart to own a good chunk of that stock. Uh, the Denver's not that stock, and that's why we rank. That is the main reason why we rank Trevor where he is. Um, the rest of his bench is free agent fodder besides Judy. Uh, I, I, Paris Campbell may be worth something, uh, but, but there's a couple wide receivers that are trying to follow up T.Y. Hilton there in Indianapolis that could, that could steal that thunder. Bucker's a great kicker. Love Bucker. I thought that was a good pick. Um, Trevor was on yeah. the Kicker podcast this year, and he followed it up with a great kicker, you know, keeping up the standard. Um, his defense is one of the better defenses, I think, in the league. Uh, Wagner, year after year, puts up points. Again, just ride that hot hand until he doesn't. Bosa um, consistently is a sack force fumble candidate. Could win you a week by himself. Uh, Demario Davis, 142 points, was an attractive uh, later round defender. Um, John Johnson, Jabril McDougal, there's not a real weak part of this defense. 
I would like to have every part of this defense on my team. I think he's got one of better, if not the best defense in the league, um, which, you know, would increase his, his value. I just, I think that the Broncos drag it down so hard and Chubb drags it down so hard um, and, and Marquise Brown drags it down. That it's just, it's hard to rank him in the, in the upper half. So. Anyway. Like I said, I disagree. I like his team, but yeah. uh, moving on. Yeah. Hedeman. Suck my Vic. Uh, it's a crazy team. Tell me, tell me why, why ninth fits him. Or doesn't? I, I, ninth is a great place for him, and a lot of it had to do with like what Chase was saying last week. I, I wholeheartedly agree with it. his whole season is going to depend on Cam Newton, really, mm-hmm. um, because if if Cam Newton goes down and he has to scramble for another quarterback, that that's going to be the story of at least the beginning half of his season until he he you know swims out of the murky waters. Because if he stays fine, if he's good though. And Dak Prescott's Dak. Uh, Mike Evans probably put up a lot of points. Chark uh, probably will too. John Brown's not bad as a third wide receiver. I love Josh Jacobs. Um, Leonard Fournette will probably last for a little bit. I, I mean, I'm getting on the board with you that I kind of hate Leonard Fournette, but yeah. 1,100 yards ain't bad. You know, that's yeah. that ain't bad. So, um, to me though, then he's still he's stacking with the Jacksonville offense which i mean that's not an offense i want to fucking stack um yep. so there there's a red flag right there um you know his bench is okay he's got some good choices here and there if other if certain running backs get injured and stuff like that and i i did think it was interesting like you were saying uh, on the other podcast about he was the only one to take the insurance uh, for his first round pick mm-hmm. um it's not terrible. It's not a bad. It's not a terrible thing. We do have the extra bench spot, so I don't. I don't hate on that by any means. His defense is pretty. Uh, is pretty good. You know, Jordan Hicks put up a lot of points. Uh, T.J. Watt is, hopefully can still make a lot of plays. Doesn't get too much attention. Aaron Donald is a beast. Um, his DBs are pretty questionable, though. Uh, that's gonna. That's gonna bring him down a little bit for me. Um, I think, like I said, he's. I like where he's at, and it all really just hinges on Kim. Yeah. Uh, I had Scott at 10. And Scott's teams, I want to like it. I really, really, really want to like it. Um, it just, there's there's a lot of question marks. Cam Newton's one of them. The last time we saw Cam Newton play, he looked like he couldn't play football anymore. Okay, so he, well, you, you talk about Andrew Rod- Aaron Rodgers and all this stuff where you're like, oh, I don't think he has it. Or we talk about Drew Brees. I don't think he has it. Like Cam Newton did not have it. He could not throw the ball over the middle of the field. I, I get it. He was injured. But he, like, could not throw the ball. He did not look. Yeah. He threw it at people's feet. He threw it away. He was slow in the pocket. Like, the la- that's the last time we saw him. That's the last Cam Newton we saw. He came into New England, and the reports that we hear at a camp are not, like – Oh, Cam Newton's the guy. Like Cam Newton obviously is the guy because he's Cam Newton. But the first reports were like, well, it could Jared Stidham could, you know, compete for this job. Like, if you bring in somebody like Cam Newton and he's not the consensus, like, this is the guy, then yeah. I I have some question marks there. Uh so so yes, I, I think he was a he was a, a second quarterback that everybody was afraid to draft. And Scott pulled the trigger, I think, out of necessity. 
because he was looking back at people. No, like, I don't think it was necessity. It was the second pick. It was the second round pick. Right, but I mean, you keep looking back at these quarterbacks behind him, and you're like, you know, I, I just he's scared. I, I don't know. I, I he's maybe he sees something in Cam, and again, maybe with an offense that has quick throws, you know, Tom Brady type throws, screens, uh, short runs, zone runs, etc. He, he, he has a high team. ceiling. It's just that he needed to get insurance, and he didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's a question mark. Mike Evans was consensus with the fantasy professional community. Num top ten receiver. How many top ten receivers and tight ends can this team have? I mean, I know Jameis threw the ball a ridiculous amount of times last year, but I think Mike Evans. Who would you consider the number one receiver on the Tampa Bay? I mean, I I, I consider it to be Mike Evans. You think Mike Evans is the number one receiver on Tampa Bay? Yeah, I like Mike Evans. Uh, yeah. it, to me, it's more of a question of the quarterback and what kind of throws he can make. And, uh, like, he he likes to do a big kind of uh, duck over the middle like he does for Gronk. And I think Mike Evans will also be that kind of guy for him. Roll with that. Yeah. You see, I, I don't think Mike Evans is the number one receiver. I think uh, Goblin is the number yeah, one receiver. Yeah, so I – I don't know how you can justify spending your a top pick. I think it was his third pick or his fourth pick on Mike Evans. I mean, not a bad receiver. Just it wasn't one of my favorite picks. DJ Shark, good pick, good value. I think especially where he got him. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think Edelman is his uh, third receiver. I don't think John Brown is. John Brown Edelman's the consensus number one in New England versus John Brown being number two in a worse or mediocre pass offense in Buffalo. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a good pick, especially with the news. He's going to catch more balls this year. I know that was a big complaint of mine last year. Um, Leonard Fournette is a problem child for me because every year I shit on him, every year I say he's going to be out of the league, and every year he doesn't do well, and the Jaguars don't like him. But for some reason, the statistics do not show that. Well, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, so they're pretty much saying he's done. They're done with him. Right. And so he's gonna play his ass off for yeah. this team. He only scored three touchdowns last year. Um, he he ran his ass off on 1152 yards. So the points were there. He wasn't a terrible running back. Uh, he got a hundred balls thrown to him. So obviously there's something with maybe Minshew or whatever, but I just don't like him as a running back too. I mean, there are worse running back twos. There are worse people with running back twos on the list above Hedman. Um, I just don't like Fournette. I'm not a huge fan. Um, he was way down on my list. I probably would have never picked him. Jarwin's an interesting one because Jarwin is a tight end that I really, really liked. But again, Ebron, Gazeki, <laughs> you can go get them. You can play them. Uh, they'll be better than, than Jarwin. Um, you know, he's got the Dak-Jarwin connection. Hopefully that works out. Uh, his bench is 
lacking, to say the least. He's got a lot of uh, insurance, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like guys go down, he's got their backups. Right, Madison, uh, Latavius Murray will get some points here and there. Um, definitely will, you know, put up points at that position, just not a startable guy, more of a bi-week killer. Yeah. Dalton is, if I had to say, okay, top 32 quarterbacks, if you had a quarterback that went down and you got to get their starter, who would it be? And everybody would be like, well, I'd rather have Mahomes. That, that offense is great. I'd like to have Andy Dalton. I think that pass offense is great with a bunch of weapons, and Andy yeah. Dalton is the most talented quarterback, backup quarterback in the league. I think he could be a starter. Um, yeah. So Andy Dalton might have been a good pick. Uh, it just was way, way, way too high. Um, Prater, I can't yeah, that, that could have been his last pick. It could have been. Not, not one person would have would have picked uh, Prater. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dalton. Dalton, yeah, um, exactly. Scott put a lot of stock in the sacks. We talked yeah. about T.J. Watt, Aaron Donald. Uh, I will say T.J. Watt, he's not sack dependent. He does a lot of things. And I noticed here they didn't give him his uh, block kick. He had a block kick last year. That's true. I remember that. Um, yeah. That's interesting uh, because I think Taysom Hill also had a block kick. and it, it, It's interesting to see if, if they gave him that too. But that's 10 points. It's a 10-point difference. Uh, yeah. T.J. Watt, 176. That's almost the top in, uh, in the league. Um, but 35 tackle solos, it is kind of what he does. He is sacking, force fumble. That's what T.J. Watt does. Um, Aaron Donald – Obviously, the only DT that can be on is in the NFL. Probably a better player than fantasy player. Um, I, when we were watching Hard Knocks and Stephanie asks all the time, you know, who is that? Why do they keep talking about Aaron Donald? I say, and with all honesty, that is the most talented player in the NFL to me. I think Aaron Donald is the most talented. Like, if you had to separate number one from number two at that position, he is by far the best. If you want to take Mahomes and yeah. Lamar Jackson, compare them as far as talent or Russell Wilson, you know, et cetera, and compare them as far as talent, I think it's closer together than Aaron Donald, the number two defensive tackle. Aaron Donald's a freak. Uh, but as far as fantasy is concerned, I just don't know if, if that holds up as a D3. Um, he had a bunch of don't, you know, in our DB podcast, Please don't make me draft Harrison Smith, <laughs> Keanu Neal, <laughs> and he got those uh, for his team. So, so obviously, I'm I'm a little down on his DBs and Jeremy Chin. Um, I'll admit I do a lot of research preseason on every position, and Jeremy Chin was not on my radar. So, uh, I'll I'll admit, yeah, I'll, I'll admit if 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 Jeremy Chin is a successful 100 point DB this year. Um, You'll take a shot. I'll take a shot. Had not got the best of me if if that happens, but but thus far it's just a big question mark for me. So, uh, so yeah, that's Hedman's team. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Disco yeah, let's keep rolling. I'll let you start with Disco Lemonade sure. since uh, I think most people know my opinion of his team. But yeah. I'll, I'll I'll still I'll go after you, but I'll let you start. Okay. Uh, I have. Disco Lemonade fifth, actually. 
Uh, this is partly because I feel like as far as rankings and who we were interest, interested in going into this season, going into draft season, you know, me and Neil had really close notes. I think that we liked all the same people. Um, Kyler Murray to me is a strong MVP candidate, a strong MVP candidate. Um, I really, really like him. I think he should have been the third pick. He may have been even the second pick and Neil got him at six. Uh, so I really, really, really like him. Minshew as far as efficiency, um, not making mistakes was number two last year behind Drew Brees. So Minshew does not make mistakes very often, um, but he's not somebody that's going to blow you up week, week after week. I know Neil's super excited about Minshew and, and the future of Minshew and whatnot. I, I just don't, I just don't see it. I don't think Minshew is a, a future star in this league for years and years to come. So um, we'll just have to see Reek um, in the draft. I think I said it out loud. If you don't pick, I, I'm picking one of these two people and Neil, cause Neil was the pick before me. It was either Reeker or Eckler. Uh, and so if he picked Eckler, I was going to pick Reek. And if he picked uh, Reek, I was going to pick Eckler. I got Eckler. Um, but Tyreek, and I'm happy. Ty, Tyreek Hill's right there. Tyreek Hill to me may be the number one receiver in the NFL this year. I, I like if he's on the field when he's on the field, yeah, true. When he's on the field, absolutely. Um, Robert Woods and Jameson Crowder, all these receivers are great. All these receivers are people that that I uh, really value this year. Robert Woods is probably the number one receiver in LA, which is uh, a pass first team. I think they had the most pass attempts last year by an NFL team. Uh, I know. Woods only had two touchdowns, but this is what we talked about with uh, OBJ earlier. Um, as long as he gets some work, he's going to improve on that touchdown total. And I like Robert Woods. I think he's a sure – he's a boring receiver to watch because he doesn't score a lot, but he – You have to understand red zone – the red zone's a different beast. You got two touchdowns last year. It's because you're not good in the red zone. Like you're more – you run different routes. When you get to the red zone, you have to run a different route, and he doesn't run those routes. Yeah. You got two touchdowns for a reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, go, go. okay. Well, I mean, yes. You know what I mean? In, in, like, from Robert, year to year. I love Robert Woods. I love Robert Woods. But those two touchdowns were on were on break, like, long long plays. They weren't like, oh, a, a, a curl route or and a corner route or an out route in the end zone or anything like that. Like, yeah, they threw the tight ends. They threw to Higby. They threw to uh, – you know, Cup, they threw to Reynolds, they threw to pretty much everybody besides Woods, but Woods is the guy that got him there. I mean, he had great stats besides that. So I like Woods. I like Woods this year. I like Jameson Crowder. I think Jameson Crowder is going to have a spectacular year. I've had a lot of trade talks with Neil trying to pry him. It's just not going to work. You know, I know I'm not going to be able to get him, but I'm very interested in it. I like his receivers. Derrick Henry and Todd Gurley are the hardest thing to rank. I think these – he picked one Derrick Henry where it's like, shit, you know, it's really hard to rank. I, I talked about Chubb earlier where it's like Chubb is not going to get those passing yards. Um, he's, not, he's never caught a touchdown. Well, 
Henry had two, less catches, less yards, but watching the man run, you know, we talked about Nicole Harbin earlier, where it's like, you watch this guy play and, you know, you're amazed. I watched. Yeah, guy's a beast. I, I know you watched Derrick Henry last year. Um, I think if there's nothing I would like in my life less than to get in front of Derrick Henry when he's running full speed. The guy doesn't even look like he's moving his legs. He just kind of like glides over people. It's amazing. I mean, he's a, he's a fun running back to watch. And he scored 16 touchdowns last year and had 1,500 yards. It was – I mean, he is a something to reckon with on offense. He just doesn't catch the ball. Um, so, yes, I, I think Derrick Henry is going to be a star this year. I think he's going to put up enough points for Neil on the ground that he's going to be satisfied with him. I just don't know – if he's going to catch more or less balls, you know, and I think for a running back or anybody for that matter, that's not a quarterback, you need to catch. We just improved the receiving points you need to catch. So um, we'll have to see. Todd Gurley was one of those for me. I did want to draft. Um, I made a rule after Devonta Freeman last year that said, I'm not going to pick up or draft running backs who are nearing 30 years old, who have been discarded by another team or have gone through an injury. And I think Todd Gurley is one of those people. We've been talking about Todd Gurley's knees for, it feels like, God, half a decade now. Um, and I know he's going into Atlanta offense. It's probably going to blow up. Uh, so, you know, there is opportunity there. Uh, it's just, again, really hard to rank, really hard, hard to look at Todd Gurley and say, Oh yeah, top ten running back, or oh yeah, bottom ten running back is terrible. Like it's just I don't I, I I may have an answer for a lot of things. I don't have an answer for Gurley and Henry. They're going to be it's they're both going to be fun to watch. But yeah, um, they're interesting. Zach Ertz was one of those guys where it's like we've ranked him in the top three tight ends for the last I don't know how many years. Uh, One hundred thirty five targets, eighty eight catches, six touchdowns last year. Pretty good for a tight end. Definitely should be owned got kicked out of that top tier, and Neil grabbed him at a good price. So I, I like Ertz. Um, Ayuk is a, is a good fourth receiver. Uh, Henderson fighting for the, the spot there. I, I love Neil's bench. I love Ronald Jones. I think Neil, if he went to one of these people with running back problems, Danny, Cameron, uh, you know, there's, there's multiple people who have running back issues and offered up Ronald Jones, he could, he should get a fortune. These people should want Ronald Jones. He should be fielding offers for Ronald Jones left and right because Ronald Jones is going to be a top 10 running back. I can, I can almost guarantee that. I wanted Ronald Jones. I was very upset when Ronald Jones, when he picked Ronald Jones and Jameson Crowder back to back. I'll say that a million times. I'll say it all year. I don't care if I watch football with him. Neil's sitting right next to me. I'll say, I knew that Ronald Jones is going to be fucking good and uh, he's going to score, you know, 10, 15 touchdowns through the air and on the ground. So, you know, this is why I think Neil's team is higher. Um, his defense is questionable, but I think his our offense carries that, picks that up. Um, Kirksey's one of those where it's like, yeah, I looked at Kirksey and I was like, oh, yeah, he's had some good years in the past. Now he's coming in to play uh, Bill Linebacker in, in, in place of Blake Martinez, who was a year after a year tackle machine. Um, 
So why not pick him there? I mean, he's an attractive, attractive spot. Um, Rap good. Jalen Smith, obviously on my team for past two years, won me a championship. He's great. Um, I think Cunningham, Jesse Bates was one that I really liked in the DB podcast, but again, a question mark to where he's going to play with Vaughn Bell being brought in and haha Clinton Dix, you know, a mediocre guy, 103 points last year. Um, I like Neil's team. I like it a lot. I think he's definitely a playoff team and, and uh, he's got a lot of guys that I, that I liked preseason. So uh, Scott, tell me why you hate Neil's team. I don't hate his team. I just think it's in like, you know, 10 to 14th place. You obviously hate his team. It's just, I think Kyler Murray's good. I don't think he's going to be as amazing as everybody thinks he's going to be. Uh, Gardner Minshew, I think this is, I think this year they're going to have too much tape on him, honestly. Tyreek Hill needs to learn how to stretch. Robert Woods is good, but it'd be nice to get to the end zone if he knows where it is. Maybe somebody can give him a map. Jameson Crowder's on the wrong New York team. Derrick Henry's going to break down. He, he had too many three over 300 carries last year, and people don't last long after that. Todd Gurley already shows he, he doesn't last long. That's why he's in Atlanta now. Zach Ertz is nice. Uh, Bench is, yeah, he's got some good stuff there. Um, and Neil does trade, but to me, he's usually about one big trade away from really solidifying his team for the playoffs. I think if he can really kind of pull the trigger on that big trade he needs to, that could really push him over the top. His defense, I think, is all right. It's nothing special, but I think it'll be consistently all right. So, yeah, I, I rank him maybe around 11 or 12. Did you have him last in the first look? And now, so when the first look we did – to me, I wasn't saying he was the worst team in the league. That was he was just a team that had a lot of holes to me. To me, like I think he, he has he has some holes. So that's why bottom four. And the rest of that to me is management, team management. And right. Neil's Neil's shown he can get to the playoffs and get to the championship game, things like that. Uh, I just I just think there's one more big splash trade usually in, every year that he needs to make. And with this bench, he should be able to have that cannon fodder to do it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, maybe that's good news for Neil, you know, that we like his team. Maybe, maybe that's uh, disappointing that we're, we're, uh, you know, not underestimating him anymore. Anyway, let's keep it moving. I didn't personally rank my team. I'll explain why I picked who I picked, but I'll let you go first on this and uh, tell me what you think of sex Raptor. I mean, I like a lot of your team. Uh, Mahomes, obviously, I love that pick. Um, uh, Rivers, he should do well. He's got a good offensive line, and he always puts up numbers in, uh, in, uh, in the Chargers. He just, to me, I, I, I got to see it to believe it, see him in Indianapolis. I know we were talking about uh, quarterbacks moving on to a second team and, and doing very well, and he is a very competitive guy, so I'm sure he'll want to show that he, could, he can still sling it. You know, it's just that the Chargers – we're like, you know, you're good. You're just never going to win a Super Bowl, basically. Um, and they, you know, they're looking for a ring. So Calvin Ridley, I love. T.Y. Hilton is great when he's on the field. He's just a bit of a question mark. Um, Tyler Boyd, I love because he's going to be number one wide receiver in, uh, in Cincinnati. So that's going to be great. Eckler, I think you reached a little bit on him. Uh, I got to I gotta see it out of him to really like a full season. I mean, like of him being the guy, I guess. Uh, 
you really you double down in LA there. You really like that, huh? Um, personally, I'm not a huge fan of LA teams just because LA teams uh, you get distracted. The players they get they party too much. There's a lot of shit. That's why I'm a little worried about Derek Carr in Las Vegas. Honestly, I'll trade him to Max at some point. Um, but Hayden Hurst, I like. Uh, your bench is pretty strong, actually, with Justin Herbert, Ragor. I like him. At, uh, Kareem Hunt, a lot of good guys there. Your defense has got some solid playmakers. You know, there's a lot of guys that you know can are going to put up points and tackles every single week. And you got some splash players and Eddie Jackson, Marcus May, and stuff too. So I, 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 I mean, I like your team. I think I, I'd rank I'd rank it about maybe four to seventh. It depends a little bit on your team management, but obviously, you know, you're no stranger to making trades or being on the waiver wire. So uh, right now, yeah, I'd put it around four or seven. I think I got a little question mark at your running backs, basically. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, first off, I will say where my weaknesses are, because I will tell people where their weaknesses are and why I ranked them where I did. And I, I know that my weakness – right now my biggest weakness on the offense is running back two i think both kareem hunt and acres are people that i like but not a lot of other people like um i think cam Akers is going to be one of the best running backs in the league this year this year, Cam Akers is going to explode. I think he's talented enough to be heads and shoulders above Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown and carry the load for that Rams team, a la uh, Gurley from two or three years ago. I, I really do think that. Um, the, the offense is set up for, for him to do that. So. Right, right. And I, and I honestly, I really think he does that. Um, but if he doesn't, I do have Kareem Hunt. I wanted Kareem Hunt from the jump. I said, you know, do not wait on Kareem Hunt too long because somebody will steal him. Uh, Kareem Hunt without Chubb is a top five running back. Do you think? I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, but it's banking on Chubb getting hurt. Kareem Hunt, before he punched a girl in the face, was a top three yeah. running back for the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, you know, he, again, I don't like shitheads. I feel like he's reformed in some kind of miraculous way there in Cleveland or whatever. Um, but I think as far as catching the ball, he's an Eckler type, star, uh, type player. We talked about how Eckler was the number five, number three running back without uh, without mg3 last year and dropped to number seven with with the games with mg3 so he still ha- retained that value i think kareem hunt is that type of player type of player that can score 10 15 points even if chubb is running for 100 yards um getting those drop-offs those screen routes those wheel routes etc um i really really like kareem hunt uh so Week one, it's going to be hard for me to decide. Mahomes, I don't have to explain anybody. Philip Rivers, I don't have to explain anybody. My choices at that spot were minimal. Um, you could, you all of y'all could have left me with just straight garbage at, at quarterback, but you, you left me Rivers. 
it's some kind of miracle. I liked Rivers. I had him ranked as my number uh, 15 quarterback. So if everybody picked it, I thought he would go to Chase right there at the top of the second. He lasted me to the fourth. Um, Ridley, Hilton, Boyd, solid rate receivers. This is the best I've felt about receivers in years. I've got Jalen Rager as number four. Um, I like that. I picked two tight ends mainly just because uh, Hunter Henry wasn't picked. Hunter Henry deserves to be starting for somebody. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand you what write him a letter. thinking. Like, you weren't being picked, so I picked you. You deserve it. I had Hunter Henry as three. <laughs> number three tight end in the league. I had Hunter Henry as number three. He was the guy where it's like, if Hunter, if, if Hayden Hurst is taken, or if when Hunter Henry is taken, take Hayden Hurst. But I have so much confidence in Hayden Hurst. I was like, all right, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. Hayden Hurst took Hayden Hurst. Still nobody's taking Hunter Henry. And it just went on and on and on. People are taking these tight ends, uh, you know, different tight ends. So I said, I'm going to grab Hunter Henry. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Hayden Hurst, you know, doesn't play the way he should. And Hunter Henry becomes my guy. I've always liked Hunter Henry as a receiver. I think he's a great tight end. Uh, I got Herbert. I think Herbert is the starter at some time during the year. That'll put me with... Uh, a tripod, charge tripod. I know the Chargers O line is. Uh, people think it's Garbo, but you know what? These are professional NFL players, Ooh. and <laughs> somebody's got to block. Uh, you're gonna have the. You're gonna have a tripod on like the bottom 15 offense of the league. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, if that's what you think, that's 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 fair. But again, Eckler, yes, was my uh, my second pick. Uh, and the rest of them, I got 10 plus. So uh, Herbert was my 11, and Hunter Henry, I got down there too. So, so it's not like I spent a lot of money on this tripod. Okay, I'll, I'll just I will say, um, having hard knocks in your training camp is not a recipe for success. Okay, then you have a lot of hard knocks on your team, buddy. All right. Okay. I mean, if, it, if that's how you feel, I, I, I think it's, that's a, it's a distraction. I'm just saying it's a distraction. It, it doesn't work out usually. Okay. But, I, I have like a lot of hard knocks. I watch hard knocks. Yeah. I, 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 watch a lot of hard knocks. I think this is probably the worst season of hard knocks just because the whole COVID thing. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. scramble, but I, I do enjoy watching a lot of my players um, play. I think that I have four four of them. Uh, so yeah, it, it is uh, fun. I called my kicker. Did I not call my kicker preseason? I said, I will draft Josh Lambeau and I draft Josh Lambeau. He's on my team. Um, I'm going to start a counter of Josh Lambeau. Uh, missed kicks and hopefully it doesn't clear one um, from last year. But uh, Josh Lambeau really, really liking Lambo is a kicker. I think there he's gonna he's gonna do well. White and Bush, great. Uh, that's that's a strong part of my defense. Really like them. Really want to hold on to them. I lost Mac Wilson and Grant Delpit preseason. I loved Mac Wilson. I thought he would have been a great uh, D three, and I filled him in with Willie Gay. Don't have that much confidence in Willie Gay, uh, but you know we'll just have to see. 
Uh, my three DBs, I think, are kind of a weak point. I didn't spend a lot of draft capital on DBs. I waited till the end. Uh, but Eddie Jackson, Chuck Clark, and, and Marcus May, uh, we know the, the Ravens do value Chuck Clark because uh, he got punched in the face and they, they released <laughs> the guy that punched him. So True. So, uh, and Marcus May, they traded away Jamal Adams and he took the spot at strong safety, not McDougald. Uh, McDougald was playing free. And uh, A. Jackson, I know he had a down year last year, but uh, he was top five DB the year before. So, so yeah, that's my explanation for my team. Uh, you know, I know I'm ranked seventh or whatever, but I, I can I can almost guarantee you it's going to be exponentially higher than that. Uh, I think I had rank around like four to six. And like I said, I don't set anybody in, in place. It, I, it's more about team management and the rest of it too that I'd love to play with it. So. Um, let's keep moving i didn't personally rank my team i i I ranked everybody else so um let's keep going uh so moving on to poopy two poopy two Uh, go ahead they they have him ranked sixth i i have him ranked uh top three i mean i i really like his team um i think if lamar jackson stays upright he's gonna have another amazing year I really wanted to get Jared Goff on my team. Uh, he's, I think he's going to have a great, a great year as well. I stacked him with Cooper Cup. That's a stack I like, which is rare. Um, you know, DJ Moore and Christian Kirk right behind them are great picks. He's spread, he's spreading the ball out there. He's got Melvin Gordon and Joe Mixon. I mean, not a great second running back, but should still have a good year. Mark Andrews, strong tight end. Uh, Hey, you're not you're not the only one with two tight ends. So he's got two tight ends as well for some reason. Yeah, uh, I, every time I mention <laughs> the two tight end thing, he uh, he he likes it. Oh, that's great. He's the only one. Um, well, you know, it's a good thing he's got five extra moves because you know he's going to waste on dropping a tight end at some point. So uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> his defense is pretty good. I like his defense. It's pretty solid. You know, he's got. Uh, I think they're going to be very consistent, which is good. You know, he's not going to have any goose eggs or anything like that. I think he's got a really strong team, honestly. There's not, there's, like, there's no holes in his team, you know, and I think he's got a decent uh, bench as long as he's, you know, pulls the trigger a little bit more with trades in the season. That's why he's not number one for me. It's, it's really he's got to pull trigger on some trades. So I won't discuss specifics, but he's definitely offered me some trades. He's probably been the most active person that's offered me trades this offseason trades that you accepted though no but i mean but i'm just saying i get trades offered too but i mean yeah sure that's you know for help to help their team really well i'm talking about we're we're talking i mean you know we're we're talking so it's you know we're we're trying we're we're trying to you know uh get this moved along so um at least he's he's willing to put put up some kind of uh uh, an effort to try to move his team around. But I will say, I love this quarterback combo. I really, really love this quarterback combo. They had him um, fourth and third. I think this quarterback combo is better than my quarterback combo. Uh, I, I really like it too. I think it's very strong. Yes, I think it's amazing. Uh, and when I first looked at his team, I was pretty blown away. I, I remember texting. I was like, first glance, I like cause. I like Brad. I like Michael. Um, the more I look at it, the more these running backs, the more we hear 
about these running backs, the more I'm like, ugh, I, he's got blaring holes there. Melvin Gordon III and Joe Mixon are not good. Um, they're not attractive. I won't say they're not good. They're not attractive running backs at this point in time. They're not uh, attractive, but the rest of his team could, could carry him uh, over them. I mean, his receivers aren't, like, top-notch. They're good. I like DJ Moore. I like Cooper Cup, especially the, the Goff Cup connection. That's, that's great. Yeah, I think that Goff Cup connection is going to be money all year. Yeah. I mean, he's got the Goff Cup connection and the Lamar Jackson-Andrews connection. Both those are amazing. You know, Two Rams, up. You love that. But in between, it's like DJ Moore, okay. Christian Kirk, okay. Like that. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Joe Mixon is like, ugh. Come on. I mean, uh, they're just not that great. And the, and the once he has backing up, Boston Scott and Jordan Howard, don't give me a chub either. It's He's got weak at running backs. Every time we talk about – and I think he knows that. Every time we talk about trades, it all boils down to, I just don't like your running backs. I cannot, I, I cannot have either of those on my team. I don't want them. Uh, and so – uh, I, I would have him ranked, you know, as a top three team if you just had one, one that I like. But I have him ranked at six, um, which uh, which is the same as what what Chase and Max have him ranked at. Um, but yeah, no, his defense leaves something to be uh, you know desired. I like Alan Lazard, solidified himself as the number two receiver for for Aaron Rodgers. That number two receiver, um, Valdez Scantling. Good lord! Um, thank God he's not <laughs> in that number two spot. What a nightmare uh, to have on your team last year because it's one of those guys where it's like, ooh, high-powered offense playing behind Devonte Adams. He should get some looks. You know, like one catch a game on average. Um, <laughs> every three or four weeks, it was like an 86-yard touchdown. But still, it's like, ugh, disgusting. Yeah, it's a, such a flash in the pan. Right. Um, his defense is good. Joe Schobert, yeah. Eric Hendricks, Deion Jones. I like those. They're they're nice. Uh, they're they're not some. I mean, Joe Schobert might be one where it's like, wow, okay, that's somebody I can I can fear on a Sunday. Uh, the other two are solid. You know, eight nine point a week kind of guys. Uh, Poyer Simmons Edmonds, three great DBs. He definitely did his research on DBs this year. Uh, and then Will Lutz, I think Will Lutz took home the kicker crown last year as far as points. Um, yeah, so, that was great. So, I mean, yeah, so he, he got the best kicker. Again, I like this team. I think if he had one good running back, one running back that, that uh, was attractive to everybody else in the league, this would be an upper echelon team. But yeah, that's what's holding him back. Um, so, yeah. We keep it rolling here. Uh, let's talk about Ulysses S. Grant. Tell me, he ranked himself five. You agree? Uh, you know, I think it's pretty accurate. He's he his quarterback duo is one duo is one of my other favorites. I think Tom Brady and Roethlisberger. As I mean, yeah, you can put their ages together and get close to a hundred, but they're probably going to put up a lot of fucking points this year. Um, I think Brady's going to go nuts in Bruce Arians' offense, and he's going to have you know a bit of a chip on his shoulder to just to prove that it, you know it's not just because I was with Belichick and the Patriots that it, you know he can still 
uh, sling it. I think Ben also is going to have a bit of a chip and shoulder just to come back, you know, from that injury. Uh, Allen Robinson, you know, I'm not in love with the Bears, but he's still he's a fantastic wide receiver. And uh, if you can if you can still put up points with terrible QBs, then you know you're you're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jarvis Landry is a great. He's He's one of the reasons I don't like Odo Beckham Jr. Because I feel like Jarvis Landry is a better wide receiver. And he's less of a diva and less of a, a dipshit. So uh, I, it's one of those things for me. Uh, Henry Ruggs should be should be good. I think he reached a little bit on Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But, I mean, it's one of the best offenses in the league. So can you really say that? Uh, David Johnson is a bit of a homer pick. But should still probably put up some decent points in running back too. So that's fine. Uh, Evan Ingram, been hearing some good things. If Danny Dimes is Danny Dimes and, you know, deserves the sweet T-shirts, then, you know, maybe Evan Ingram does have a good year. Um, he's got some – he's got his, uh, you know, backups in uh, Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles there, which, you know, is at least some money in the banks. So that's some uh, good depth on your bench. And his defense isn't amazing. Um, you know, he's got some good players, but he's also got some question marks – uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, I don't want that guy. He's made, you know, just made a glass. It's going to fall apart at any point, so that's a move you're going to have to use right there. Um, and then his kicker. Why is the Washington kicker owned? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he did what? that. I, I don't, is that Matt, a joke? No, background on Max, he has a roommate who's a big Redskins fan. Uh, is he the kicker? I guess it <laughs> wasn't it, the kicker. He was may it? be Dustin Hawkins. Uh, he... Uh, they talk about the Redskins a lot. I mean, I guess he's indoctrinated him with some idea that the Redskins should be owned. He's he got has, he's got Landon Collins. Just you know, root for Landon Collins with your Collins, buddy. Peterson, <laughs> Hopkins. He's got three Redskins. That's see, three that's, too many that's, Redskins. And see, that's what that, this is another thing I'm talking about. This is one thing I want to avoid. I was like, people are trying to make trades with me, and I'm like. I don't even want that player because I already have another player on that team. I don't want, I, I want to trade, change the trade right there. Like I, I don't want to stack barely anything. <laughs> he's got, he's, he's almost got four players on the Redskins. That's not a team you want to stack. No, it's not. I guess he does have four. Oh, Chase Young. I forgot about Chase Young. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> uh, it, just to have to watch those games every Sunday. Nightmare. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, is that it's like noon. They're, they're playing at noon. You gotta like pick the Redskins game over everything else. I can't. Uh, we keep saying Redskins. That's Washington football team. Whoops. Yeah, that's almost worse. Apologies. But, yeah, you're right. I may have you're to right. edit that out. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I did say it a lot. Yeah. Um, but what's your take on Ulysses S. Grant? I am a fan of Max's team. I'm a fan of Brady. I'm a fan of Rossberger. I think Rossberger could be possibly, besides Goff, the best quarterback two that we have in the league. Um, I'm an old guy fan. I I watch these quarterbacks fall off cliffs, uh, but before they do, they go out with a huge bang. Like I said, we've seen in the last decade, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre. Uh, we saw with Mike Vick. You remember that Mike Vick was throwing two and running – or throwing four and running two and putting up 50-point games. And when we see these people go out, Carson Palmer, uh, you know, when he was with the Cardinals, had some great games and then suddenly just retired. Uh, listen, 
you're going to get some production out of Brady and Rossberger and Breeze and Rivers and all these old quarterbacks. You're just, it's just going to happen. Uh, now, if Rossberger goes down, then it's time to talk about, okay, what, what are we going to do now? If any of these guys go down with a, a significant in- injury, if Breeze hurts his thumb, if Rivers hurts his thumb or, or you know, yeah. a knee or something, then it's time to talk about, well, how much do you have left, you know, going yeah. in 2021. But right now, they're great. I don't like Max receivers. Uh, a lot of people are up on Allen Robinson. The reason that people are up on Allen Robinson is because Allen Robinson is a great receiver for a bad offense, uh, which which gives them a lot of the target share. I just – I try to avoid bad offenses as much as possible. You saw it with Juju Smith-Schuster last year. Um, an inept quarterback situation can produce a receiver that just doesn't get any looks. And the looks that he does get are bad. Uh, so, you know, it's not something that I, I'm not, uh, you know, totally knocking Robinson off the rankings chart. I'm just saying it's something that I was hoping to avoid. I don't like Jarvis Landry. Um, I know he's one of the better wide receiver two uh, options for, for real NFL teams in the league. Um, but if you're down on OBJ – why would you be up on Jarvis Landry? And I feel like Jarvis Landry has been in the NFL for like 20 years. Because OBJ is taking the number one corner. And that, that's a big thing. If OBJ does, is, just walks out in the field because he's OBJ, takes the number one corner on the team, Jarvis Landry is wide the fuck open. Okay. And OBJ I mean, is open. OBJ is fucking chump. He's on the Bears. On Browns now. Everything, ever since he went to Brown. Terrible, wow. terrible, yeah, you're terrible. a big Browns Bengals hater. <laughs> you just hate on a- OBJ. Just, you hate AJ Green. Hate, so. It's just you know, hey, AJ Green doesn't have a heel. That's not my fault. That's just med- Those are medical facts. Yeah. If he had if he had a complete foot, great. He's amazing. I watch him. He was amazing when he had two feet and he could run. Yeah. Now the days. with one one and a half feet, no, not yeah. really. Okay, so you two well, feet. Well, I know he's high on rugs. I know he liked the, uh, you know, I don't think rugs should have been the number one receiver taken in the Travis team. That should have been Jerry Judy, personally, um, or CD Lamb. And rugs was taken because the Raiders have boners for fast people, and rugs is fast. Let's see if he's fast enough to put up 200 points as a rookie wide receiver. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, Edwards Lair obviously is the biggest hyped up fancy player in the league right now. Um, I feel like every fancy owner thinks that every play is going to go through Edwards Lair uh, and that he's going to get, you know, 70, 80% of the, the share uh, of, of, uh, of running plays and pass plays, whatever. Um, and maybe he's right. I just think that, he could have gotten Saquon Barkley, and he took Edward Slayer. So, I feel I, like he could have gotten him around later. No, no, Edward Slayer probably would have been Chase. It, it would have been like right next to each other. But I would have taken Saquon Bar- Barkley ninety-nine times out of a hundred. Maybe that one time where I got drunk enough to be like, you know what, I'm going to take my guy, Clyde Edward Slayer. And I think that's what Max did. He said, "I'm. I really want Clyde Edward Slayer." 
and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get him. Um, but in, in the process, he passed up on Saquon, which uh, was a mistake, guys. It was a mistake, John. It was a mistake, Max. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Um, you picked running backs over him. David Johnson's not somebody I wanted on my team. I love the Texans. I, 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 we haven't – this is a Cam Newton situation. We haven't seen David Johnson play good football uh, for a while now. Um, yeah. Just like you hadn't seen uh, Devonta Freeman last year play good football for a while now. You know he can be, but can he come back and be the, the David Johnson that he was? Um, I think we're going to have to – Not likely. Know, right. And to me, again, this goes back to the, the girly thing. I don't like players who come off injuries and get discarded by a team. Yeah. Uh, and, and David Johnson fits that profile. So, you know, I was going to pass if he hit me in the fifth round, sixth round. Uh, Max, Max took him in the fourth. So, you know, I, I don't 100% agree. I, think, I hope he does well. I'm a huge Texans fan. I hope he does well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I just don't I, – I don't really see it. Um, Evan Ingram – not my cup of tea. Evan Ingram hasn't played a full season yet in his career, but he's shown flashes that he is a tight end with wide receiver speed. So probably the most attractive target there in New York uh, for, for Danny Dimes. Uh, so Evan Ingram, I, I can understand why he took him. He was yeah. not in my top 10 tight ends. I think he was right there in that 12, 13 range. Um, but easily he could have not been drafted. Again, Ebron, Gusecki, I like over Ingram. Um, Max solidified that Bears quarterback situation, which as much as we hate on it, um, is going to be valuable either as a bye week filler or a trade chip somewhere. Someone will want one of them at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. James White is a decent uh, running back three. Preston Williams is a uh, fine wide receiver four, if not a wide receiver three. If uh, Ruggs, you know, I'd rather probably have Williams in there than Ruggs, my personal opinion. Um, Hopkins is awful. Vander Esch, uh, I agree with you. Glass, outside linebacker. I, I don't know why people like Vander Esch. I, you know, maybe he looks big and scary. The roll around the neck, the 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 high school football player type uh, type look. Maybe that's what gets him the the white boy in Dallas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that is a big part of it. I like Murray. Kenneth Murray was definitely on my draft list. You know, I loved, and I say loved past tense. Max DBs before Xavier McKinney went down. Uh, Dodge the bull with that one because I said Xavier McKinney is going to be uh, one of the best. DBs that were safeties that we've we've ever seen in our life and and you know I'm not going to stand by that now after that uh, you know after a season long injury um, but I would have picked him uh, you know just as high as Max I think that was it's an unfortunate thing um, but his defense yep. does not look attractive right now it's not good um, so he may have to make a deal somewhere somewhere along the line to try to get some defense. Uh, and, you know, I guess he has the quarterbacks to do it if he wants to, you know, go out and give John some insurance or somebody else. But, but again, Max's quarterbacks are so good. Um, 
and Edward Solaire is so good, I had Max ranked four. So I ranked him even higher than he thought his own team was. What do you think? Uh, I think I, I, I agree with that. I mean, he did, I love his quarterbacks, and I think he's no, no stranger to making trades and doing very well on the waiver wire. So he'll make, he'll make some necessary moves, and his, I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will definitely be worth the draft pick. So he's got a lot of things going with him. I think his defense might lose him some games, and like just putting up some goose eggs in there and make some, make some real issues for him to make, get, have like a solidified spot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a fair analyzation. That's a fair analyzation, but let's keep, keep it rolling. President Camacho, this will be a fun one. Why don't you go first? Um, you know, nothing is really wowing me about his team. I'm not in love with his quarterbacks. Wentz and Allen, I mean, the best thing I can say about them is they won't lose their jobs this year but they're also not going to blow my skirt up at any point either. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, they'll have a couple games here and there, but I don't think consistently enough. Um, DK Metcalf had a great year and so, so did scary Terry. Um, not that I want anything to do with the Washington football team. Uh, I said it. Uh, huh? Good, uh, good, good. You got the memo. Brandon cooks. If he can, when he's on the field. Yeah, he's good. Saquon Barkley is probably the best part of his team. It's just I feel like he doesn't have enough help around him on the offense. Um, J.K. Dobbins will probably be good at some point in this year, but he's in a crowded backfield. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, when he's on the field, is very good. He's got some ammo at uh, on the on his bench. Um, I don't really know why he has Alex Smith rostered. That's kind of weird. Uh, I don't like. Did you see his spaghetti leg? That just. I, that, I don't know. I can't believe they cleared him. What somebody doctor? has to have Alex Smith rostered, but you know, I, I, not I, even I, the Washington Football Team should have Alex Smith rostered. <laughs> that, like, it's. I, I don't know. I'm starting to go back to the other. The uh, who was the lineman that wanted to get out of there because he said the doctors were just like super sketchy and like didn't didn't trust the medical staff and all these things. Uh, Williams. Yeah, these these might be. Place for the Browns. Now. This might be the same guy signing off on Alex Smith's leg because that thing didn't look anything stronger than like a paper mache. It, it, I don't know. It's just well, he did have to have multiple surgeries. I will say that 17. 17. Thanks. That's bad. Okay. Um, his defense is okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would I would rank Chase's team around the middle of the pack. He's he's gonna have to more around nine or ten though. He's gonna have to make some moves. He's gonna have to find uh, someone, someone on the waiver wire, and and try to make a a, a big trade with somebody that's uh, down and out. Mm-hmm. What do you think about President Camacho this year? I have Chase ranked last. Wow, I I thought I was b- being harsh at nine or ten. Chase. Okay, let me preface this by saying. When you're last, when you were last pick, when you win the championship the year before, I mean, only two people have been the championship twice in a row: me in in 2010, 2011, and Michael in 2017, 2018. When you win a championship, you have to go into the next year. I mean, you know this because 
after you won the championship, you, you got last. So you didn't play that game right. Uh, you did that twice. So you didn't play that game right. You, you know that you came in with the idea that I'm going to draft the same way as if I had first, second, or third pick, and I'm going to try to beat the people with first, second, or third pick. You have to have a totally 100% different strategy out of those bottom picks. Something outside the box, something crazy, something you have to create something, trade, move around, do something. And yeah. he did. He traded, he, whatever. But he took Wentz. He took Josh Allen. And he took Saquon. Saquon, great pick. Great pick. Yeah, but I, I, was, Saquon was the best out of all of those. But the other two, he has underwhelming quarterback ones, upper echelon quarterback two. That's not a recipe for winning. And those are the ones that I didn't critique very hard. Those are the ones where I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's all right. But those are his three best players where I'm like, I'm not yeah. blown away by your three best players. Now, if he would have done something like, let's just say, Saquon, Aaron Jones, Michael Thomas, Saquon, uh, Michael Thomas, Kelsey, something where it's like, I'm going to, you know, fight these people with upper echelon quarterbacks with the best running back in the league or one of the best running backs in the league, best tight end, best receiver. But he didn't do that. So he got that chunk of, you know, below average quarterback play, a pretty good quarterback or pretty good running back, one of the best running backs. And he followed it up. He didn't have a pick for what felt like forever. Uh, got DK Metcalf, solid, solid fourth round pick. Then he didn't have, a, so he had that. And then he had a pick for what felt like forever. Terry McLaurin, he likes him. He thinks he's one of the better wide receivers. Shedick, what do you think about the wide receiver, the Washington football team offense as a whole? To me, I, I just, I can't imagine any team that is going to play Washington this year and will be like, okay, on the offense, who should we stop? There's literally one guy to stop. It's McLaurin. And then after that, you don't have to worry about anybody. So I, I can't imagine a defensive coordinator having any kind of issue playing them. So uh, that's one to me that that was one of the reasons I passed on him. Right. So, so yeah, I don't like Terry McLaurin. I don't like Brandon cooks. Okay. So, so far, thus far, we're going down the list wins underwhelming Josh Allen, probably not going to reach that three thirteen point. They did last year. When I say wins underwhelming, I'm comparing him to other QB ones, Mahomes, mm -hmm. Matt Ryan, uh, you know, the, the Tom Brady's Tom Brady. world the Russell Wilsons, the Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about the rest of the league that you have to face everybody once. And you're putting up Carson Wentz against those people. That's why I say he's they're, underwhelming. I'm not, he's not bad. They're not bad together. There's worse combos. Yes. They're just neither one of them are amazing. Right. So I didn't like McLaurin. I didn't like Cooks. I, I hate Cooks. I, again, I hope the Houston offense plays better. <laughs> I was say, yeah. Good yes, Texas, I, I mean, I, I love Sean Watson. I love Will Fuller. Okay, there's one. There's, there's one uh, you know, I, I, I like, uh, you know, some different tight ends on a you know, bi-week basis. I just don't like Cooks. 
I, do, I don't like uh, Johnson. I don't like any of the moves that we made for that. Uh, Saquon, uh, obviously, I like that. J.K. Dobbins. I don't know how many times i got to say this. The Baltimore backfield has too many cooks in the kitchen. There's four of them. You think Gus Edwards is not going to get play? You think uh, Lamar Jackson's not going to get any runs? You think Mark Ingram's just done? J.K. Dobbins has a 20% touch share of the Baltimore backfield. Is he the most talented running back? Probably. Is this an offseason where you didn't have any, uh, you know, they're not getting together, they're not as prepared, there's no preseason games compared to Ingram and Gus Edwards who have been there for a few years and Lamar Jackson who has the offense mastered. Dobbins doesn't have a big share. And that'd be okay if you drafted somebody to, you know, sustain that spot. But he drafted Swift, who already has an, a, a tiny injury concern and is sharing with Kerryon Johnson. So he doesn't have somebody that has a big hold of the offense. CeeDee Lamb. I like CeeDee Lamb. I think CeeDee Lamb should be starting above uh, McLaurin and above Cooks. Uh, and so he did. You I, know, think, I think that. above Cooks, not above McLaurin. I think Metcalf, McLaurin, CeeDee Lamb would be a, a good starting wide receiver set. I wouldn't say it's good. It's acceptable. I like Metcalf. And, you know, CeeDee Lamb, I like CeeDee Lamb as a wide receiver four that he can move into a wide receiver three. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, year after year, people put him in. He's going to drop him. He's going to drop him at some point. Um, Chase Edmonds, I like Chase Edmonds. I like Chase Edmonds as a Kareem Hunt style player uh, to get some of those those touches. And uh, he's a really talented football player. I think he could be a running back on if he was put into the Patriots offense. I think he's the, the starting running back, and I would draft him as my running back too for sure. Uh, Jake Elliott, underwhelming. Chase's first. Defensive pick was Trevathan. Why? <laughs> I just don't understand. He didn't listen to the defense podcast, I guess. He's played two full years in his career. This is like his 10th year in, in the league. He's played two years. And only two years has he cleared 100 points. That's not good. And he, and he took him. So you got Roquan and you got uh, Khalil Mack. So he took him as a third Chicago linebacker. I get Chicago has a good defense and they're, you know. The Bears. They're the Bears, and they should be owned. A lot of them should be owned. Why Trevathan first? I I mean, he took him with, what, the uh, 10th pick? 10th pick? This is when I was getting Herbert. Uh, so I don't know. It's that bothered me. That, that, that's going to be a that's going to be a move spent right there. Well, yeah. I mean, Quan Alexander is just one of those guys that you know I was super excited about when he was on Tampa Bay. Uh, he went over to San Francisco again. He's made a glass. He has not played a full season ever, uh, and and he, he hasn't cleared 100 points. Somebody to get excited about. He's a Keanu Neal type player. Where every time you get excited about him, he breaks. Uh, so we'll just have to see. Jerome Baker, I like Jerome Baker. Good job on Jerome Baker. I give you an A plus pick on your on what I consider your D one uh, that you selected last um, out of all your all your def- defenders. Uh, Biard, Harrison, Micah Hyde, all 
DBs that should be owned, but were lower echelon DBs that should be owned. I like VR as a DB2, um, and I like Harrison and Hyde as DB3s. Doesn't have a DB1. So just to reiterate, out of his defense, he's got two possibly free agents Ds, uh, a DB2 or a D2 in Jerome Baker, a D2 in Biard, and two D3. So a very underwhelming defense overall. I mean, I've, yeah, I think I think his defense might win lose him a few games. He's gonna have to make some. I, I've I've exhausted myself talking about Chase's team and how it was underwhelming and how he could have done a better job. And I'm not doing this because Chase won a championship or any other reason, but the fact that out of that 14th spot and the way he talked up his championship and the and the the things he did. Uh, you know, giving out trophies and whatever to come out and draft so underwhelming. Uh, you know, I, I I sit here and criticize it. It's nothing personal. It's tough. We've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. I've had Absolutely. I've had terrible seasons after my championships. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not an easy thing to do. You know, it's not. Just it's like not. you said, you, you come back trying to draft like you did the year before, and since it worked, you're like, fuck yeah, it's gonna work again. But you yeah. have to have you you, you got to flip it on its head. Um, but mm-hmm. let, let's keep rolling. Uh, we're going to move on to... How about you talk about Chase team? Did you talk about Chase team? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I started. Yeah. Okay. We're going to keep we're gonna keep it rolling to uh, Notorious. Notorious. Who, uh, you know, I like a lot of his team. You know, obviously starting with Christian McCaffrey, it's going to probably have another beastly year. Um, Devin Singletary is not a bad RB2. Um, he's, got, he's got some depth, depth behind him with... Uh, David Montgomery, if we can get, come back for the injury. Um, Stafford and Tannehill, I think, are pretty s- solid Q- uh, QB tandem. Out of his, his uh, wide receivers, I really love Kenny Galladay, and I think the stack with Stafford is going to be money for him all year. And then uh, Devontae Adams should have a good year with uh, Green Bay. Sammy Watkins, great third wide receiver to have, you know, one of the best offenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren Waller, I think, is a very solid tight end. Should have an, a great year this year if he can just stay off the drugs. Um, he's got you know some good depth at, on his bench with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Uh, I think Claypool. Uh, I'm not just being a homer. I think he's uh, he's going to be like the the juju when uh, AB was still still there. I think he's going to he's going to catch some great balls. Um, Robbie Gold, a kicker, you know, it's it's somebody, I guess. It's better than the Washington football team kicker, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, his defense is pretty solid. Uh, I, I love Darius Leonard and Bud Dupree and Anthony Walker as his linebackers. Buda Baker's amazing. Is Logan Ryan going to find a team? I, I, but, I mean, think like, so. You would think so, right? Yeah. But, but, I mean, it we're – pretty close to starting football and he doesn't have a team. Yeah. So that, that's really, I mean, but I mean, if one of his biggest questions to me is one of his DBs, then that's pretty good. He doesn't have many holes on his team. Um, I don't, I, I would rank him around four or five though. Um, okay. It's nothing, nothing's jumping out to me other than Christian McCaffrey, but I think he still has fairly solid team. I think the biggest thing to me is, he has a phone now. He's got to get a little more communicative and, and making trades. Um, 
now that it's not just purely through, you know, sending a message in a bottle and hoping it gets down river to him at some point. Right. He's, he's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more involved. So I will say that something went off in Danny's head. A light bulb went off in Danny's head in this off season. Uh, he wants it more. He's got more fire, more enthusiasm this year than I've seen him have ever. Uh, you see people like Hedeman, you see people like Brad who are, who are uh, absent sometimes when it comes to the fire behind fantasy football. Um, you know, you see you and, and John Riggs and Cameron and Neil and all these people, they get angry, they get fiery, they get excited. They, they love fantasy football. And then there's a few that, you know, just don't have it. Danny has in the past been somebody who's been kind of complacent. I think he's joined that club where it's like so fiery. So he yeah. wants it. He really, really wants it. Um, and so that, that does bode well for him going forward. I'll say preemptively, uh, which isn't great. I have him ranked eighth. So lower than the three spot that they have uh, Danny. I think that Danny didn't do enough with the trade for Mahomes. I think if he had Mahomes on this team uh, yeah. and some and somebody it would look a lot different. I think I won that. I'm not just saying that because it's me. Uh, but that being said, eighth is not something to, to frown at. I'm not a huge fan of the quarterbacks, and we are still a quarterback league. Um, I like Stafford. I think Tannehill is a big, like, hype risk. Uh, we saw Tannehill being be greatly efficient last year in the in the games that he played, and uh, he won a lot of football games for that Tennessee on his on his back. Uh, so as a QB two, I know Danny really really wanted him. We talked about it a lot in the offseason. So um, you know he got his guy. I just don't agree with it. I would have rather had Rivers than Tannehill, and I got him two rounds later. Uh, his wide receivers one and two maybe better wide receiver one, two punch than clay with Godwin and Julio Jones. It's comparable. I'm not going to say that they are, but it's comparable. I love Kenny Galladay. I love Kenny G. And I think Devonte Adams had a down year last year. I think he could be the best wide receiver in football. Uh, Sammy Watkins, nothing to really frown at. Sammy Watkins, one of those guys that constantly hurt. And as a wide receiver three, you kind of look at it and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, it's a decent one. I think what Sam Watkins is a wide receiver four, uh, that he has a wide receiver three. The good news, Sterling Shepard is a guy that I really like it, at, as, a, uh, as a sneaky wide receiver four that could fill that spot. And Michael Pittman and Claypool definitely provide that depth. So Watkins is the – I think Shepard actually is the best at wide receiver three for him. Um, but that gives him Watkins, Pittman, and Claypool as some kind of depth behind that. Uh, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, don't even need to say anything. I mean, he's going to score, uh, you know, definitely above 350 and upwards. He's got a good – the best uh, running back there. Whew, running back two. This is a problem spot for Danny, and I think this is a spot that he needs to fix it fix ASAP if he wants to uh, to compete this year. 
Singletary has had a lot of fumble problems in this preseason. I didn't like Singletary because, again, lots of cooks in the kitchen um, with the, you know, some people brought in to, to Buffalo to supplant Singletary. Uh, and David Montgomery, you know, has shown injuries out two, four weeks. You never know when somebody's just going to steal his job. When he comes back, what kind of share – of the the Bears backfield, will Montgomery get when he gets back? Will he be the guy, or will they find somebody in the first few weeks that can fill that spot? Um, either way, it's a problem for him. Uh, I know Waller. I like Waller uh, as a as as a tight end, probably mid range, seven, eight, nine. Uh, I actually had him ranked as my. number seven uh, tight end. So Waller's definitely up there. That gives them a pretty good offense. Two great receivers, two average quarterbacks, the best running back, and an average tight end. Good tight end, average to good tight end. Uh, You know, he can stand on that. Robbie Gould, we had a lot of good years. My ex. (laughs) We had a lot of good years, Robbie. Uh, It's just... Last year, you were abysmal. Uh, 104 points. He missed a ton of kicks. Uh, eight, you know, to be exact. Uh, and, and we just we couldn't make it work. Uh, what I will say is Danny Wood got serious. He got real serious about D this year. The best linebacker. The best DB. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Supplanting it with Dupree, nothing to shake your head at, and Walker – who are pretty good linebackers uh, getting Ryan, who was the number one defender in all of football last year. Uh, you know, somehow after we jacked up the, the path deflection points and then getting a rookie in CJ Henderson, which, you know, may or may not work out to uh, replace Jalen Ramsey over there. Um, but I really like this defense. I mean, he put some serious draft capital in the defense. So this yeah. is why I, I like Danny's team. I think he has some work to do. I think he has some work to do before week one, to be honest. Maybe not with me, but with some, somebody out there. Uh, he's got to make a move for a running back. Hell, go talk to Neil. Get yourself Ronald Jones. That would be a great fit on this team. Go go, trade yourself some defense for, for Ronald Jones. Uh, he has the guys to do it. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I think of Danny's team. Tell me, what do you think? I went first, so uh... – I keep forgetting. It's okay. We'll keep, yeah. we'll keep rolling. We'll keep rolling. We're going to move on to unicycle polar bears. Gotcha. Um, who they have ranked second here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he, he's got a pr- fairly solid team. I think second is a little high for him. I, I love Deshaun Watson. I'm not huge on Kirk cousins, especially after losing Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, his wide receivers, I love his wide receivers, though. DeAndre Hopkins, Juju, and Stephon Diggs. I not, I'm not a fan of his running backs. Uh, Bell, I just, I just don't think he's – he's not a running back one to me. I think Bell's a running back two. Yeah. And he's, 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 yeah, he's his running back one. And then Curryon Johnson uh, as his running back two. So that's a really weak part to it. Um, I feel like Rob Gronkowski, I think he's going to be good. It's just I think he's going to be very touchdown dependent, and he's, he's there's so many 
so many uh, mouths to feed there. It's mm -hmm. it's tough to depend on him week in, when I, week out. Uh, I guess he's got Tariq Cohen and Zach Moss, which isn't bad running back depth, but he doesn't really have any other depth offensive depth on his bench because he has two uh, got two defenders on his bench, which I feel like is a little unnecessary. I mean, I guess it could save you some moves, but is it really worth it? Because at some point, as soon as we, the first weekend rolls around, there's going to be a couple guys scoring touchdowns, and you're immediately going to drop Kyle Duggar and Patrick Queen. So I feel like that was just kind of a waste on draft capital right there. Uh, his defense isn't – nobody's jumping out to me on it. Uh, Shaq Thompson isn't, isn't bad. Uh, you know, on Wasor – Okay, it's just it, – it's not – nothing – I think I, I don't think anybody's going to win them games. There. Fred Warner's very consistent, but he's not – he doesn't make huge splash plays very often. So mm -hmm. I, I think they ranked him a little high. I've got, I've got unicycle polar bears more around six or seven. Yeah, uh, I got Cameron at seven. So we're, we're in pretty much agreement on that. Um, Cameron's team is another tough one because I don't really like Kirk Cousins. I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins fan. I think he was – I had him ranked lower than Rivers, um, and he was taken significantly higher than Rivers. Uh, I wasn't so high on Watson because – not because of Watson himself, but just because of the surrounding cast. Again, I know I yeah. talked about earlier Sam Darnold say, saying, you know, you, good quarterbacks make shit, make shit happen, uh, but – you know, at a certain point when you're drafting somebody at three, four, five, uh, you kind of want some supporting cast. Um, so, so I, I would have taken Kyler Murray over Sean Watson a hundred times, uh, you know, but I don't think Sean Watson is necessarily bad. Hopkins, good pick, good, uh, wide receiver. Schuster going to be a breakout. Come on back. Uh, I like his receivers to Diggs, Great. Yeah. Number one, uh, number one guy for for Josh Allen, and uh, and uh, you know it, the the real part of this team that I don't like is obviously the running backs. I feel like his most attractive running back at this point right now is Drew Cohen. I, know that sucks. I was going to say Zach Moss. I think Zach Moss might end up being good later. Sure. But yeah, but I mean, it's, it's you know, that's bad that they're both on, their, on his bench. You know? Right. We're talking about Cohen and Moss being like, oh, yeah, it's not bad. Le'Veon Bell is just one of those guys where it's like, how much does he have left? We haven't seen him be the Le'Veon Bell that we knew prior to him, you know, his old fiasco where he held out after the he came back. You, you could have ran for a thousand yards behind that offensive line, man. I mean, Bell is good, and he's athletic, and all the rest of it. But any money and all the all his mouth and all the rest of that shit it came because he was running behind an amazing offensive line at the time. Yeah. And Antonio Brown was demanding double coverage on the outside, so there was even less people in the box. It's just, yeah, it, he he's living, eating, and breathing off of off of that offensive line still, basically, because he got that contract from that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where that was one of my – I don't want to pick Le'Veon Bell unless he's just absolutely forced on me. And, uh, you know, Cameron jumped on him uh, in the sixth round, which 
to a lot of people may seem like a deal to me. I just, I just don't like it. Carry on Johnson's uh, arguably the number two choice in Detroit. Uh, so he's going to have running back problems. Um, yeah. I've already discussed he has tight end problems right now. Um, I don't know how many times i got to say this. Ebron, Gasecki, go get him because Gronkowski's going to score you a touchdown every three weeks. Uh, that's, just, that's just how it's going to be. I'm not going to gloat about it all season and say, hey, this was a bad pick. You made a mistake, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just going to tell you that you have a chance to go and fix it. You can go fix it right now. Uh, and and uh, there, the tools are there for you. Uh, you don't have to – it's not a shame to select somebody in the fourth round and give up on them before the season starts. You can do that and, and still have Gronkowski. Um, I'm glad that the first Monday night of the of the year that we're when I watch Big Ben throw a touchdown to Ebron, you're going to be cheering as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any. Uh, You'll be like, enemies. yes, I told everybody. There it is. <laughs> he has the most touchdowns by a tight end in the NFL the past two years. I mean, what am I missing? And and Ben likes to throw the tight end. What am I missing? I would for sure go pick up another tight end if if I knew that they were worth anything, but we play in a one tight end league and they ain't worth shit. If we played in a two tight end league, those guys, jeez, they'd, they'd have some stock. But alas, the free agents. Um, as far as Cameron's bench, Cohen, Moss, Jefferson, solid, uh, solid bench, solid trade tools uh, that he can go out and use to try to create one good running back, maybe. Um, just Tucker, obviously, automatic kicker there uh i love warner warner is probably one of my favorite defenders uh and you know if he wants to trade warner for a running back you know maybe look my way uh but uh shaq thompson and uh you know you got oh on with sir i don't know if he's uh taking the place of uh what's his nuts that that opted out mostly Mosley, he might be. Um, so it might be a chance for him to rack up some points. Uh, uh, Shaq, okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he might be. So that, that, that could bring up his points. Okay. Yeah, obviously, uh, Derwin James, great, great defender. Malcolm Jenkins, nothing to shy at. He's got great DBs. Again, look at me. Look at Sex Raptor if you want to get rid of some of this defense. Uh, and Patrick Queen is a good D2, uh, D3 that's on his bench. So he has some defensive trading uh, chips, some running back depth chips, but those running back, starting running backs and tight end are just awful. That's why he said in my book, but uh, let's move on to, yeah, let's, let's move on to number one, the maestro. Do you agree with his number one choice here? You know, it, it's it's tough. Like I said, it, it's tough to say someone's got number one overall. Um, I, I would put them up in the top three, I'd say. Um, it's just – and I know, I know I'm, I hate on the Browns. I'm just not a huge Baker Mayfield fan. Um, but I think Russell Wilson will carry, carry him, so it's fine. I think – 
I do like his wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Keenan Allen. Devontae Parker should be a very good wide receiver three, even with, you know, if you don't know, even if, like, say, Tua comes in at some point, we don't know what to expect from him. I think with Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, at least starting off with, they're saying he should be fantastic. Aaron Jones had a great last, great year last year. I think Chris Carson's pretty solid. He's nothing amazing, but he's very solid running back. Uh, Johnny Smith might be one of the only kind of question marks on his offense, which is great. You know, saying he, you know, that's the first question mark I've gotten to him already at the end of his offensive starters. So, and he could still have a great year. So, um, his his uh, bench, you know, he's got some decent depth in there with Marvin Jones, Seven Coleman, Taysom Hill's a great, you know, uh, Swiss knife to have there on uh, on your bench as well and I, I think Larry Fitzgerald would be very very nice wide receiver three uh, to fill in some uh, bye weeks and other things like that too his defense you know he's got a few of our guys that we said we didn't want um, he's got some other guys he's got a homer and JJ uh, you know we, I know we were both talking about how Tyron Matthew probably over the hill but you know he, he still put up 119 points last year I think he might have some moves to make on defense, but uh, all in all, it's it's not bad though. Um, I would put him at like three, I'd say. Three. Yeah. So who'd you have at one if he's at three? Um, you know, I'm I'm at one. You're at one. I'm I'm kidding. I'm not at one. Uh, that's okay. not. But that's what I'm saying. I I didn't put people in certain spots. I'm putting people in like say you're about four to six. You're in the top three. You're in the top five. It, it really because it's it's a breathing and living organism to me, and it depends on on your communication, on trades, on how willing you are to trade, how willing, how how good you do on your waiver wires, and then some. And then that you know about twenty percent of dumb luck of whether you know you're top three picks get injured for the rest of the year kind of shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's 50% the draft and 50% of crapshoot. Yeah. Well, and I will disagree with the crapshoot thing. Uh, that's one thing I want to uh, say, and I'll say it multiple times. I'll say it till I breathe my last breath. Uh, just like Black Panther, rest in peace. I just got that news. I don't know if you heard that yet. What? Chadwick Boseman just passed away. Really? Yeah. From what? Colon cancer. He's had it for five years. So I guess he was screening with onset colon cancer. I need, you know, get yourself screened. I need to do the same. You got to get yourself screened. Anyway, um, I'll say fantasy football does not have – People think it's lucky, or anybody that says it's pure luck. Huck, if your top two picks get injured for majority of the year, you ain't gonna win. Okay. And you didn't. There was no science. There was no stats, or you know, professional fantasy football analyzer. Are you Are you referring to your year last year? Yeah, I'm just saying if that shit happened, you made the playoffs. Yeah, I made the playoffs. You had a shot. When I got to the playoffs, I, I, I immediately thought to myself, I should have just not made the playoffs and gone to the lottery because this is – I have no chance of winning many games in the playoffs because no. my team was good enough to, like, just get there, but I wasn't going to fucking win. Tannehill so, was picked up as a free agent. 
you know, you could have made a trade for another quarterback that could have done better, and you could have Derek I'm Henry. Saying, that that's the part of the crapshoot I'm saying is, yeah, you need your top three picks for the most part to play football, and that's bad not things happen. Roll when an ACL it goes bye bye. So that that's the part that I'm saying you can't you know expect kind of thing. I mean, bad things happen to you know players, but you just have to roll with it. But I'm just saying to say that. Well, anybody could win this year. Then why hasn't Brad won? Why hasn't Brad was like a point and a half away from beating me? I get it, but why isn't he in it every year? Why are why are a lot of these people in these major position majority, to win? My, my real my real opinion of that is the fact that they don't watch every single game like some people do. You watch every single game, don't you? I would say every Sunday, yes, I'm watching some football. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. The, there were there were a lot of years where like I was doing shows and I was working and I was going to school. I I maybe watched one game a week, maybe if I was lucky. So that and there are I know there are people in our league that you know they don't get to watch every single game you know with their phone and computer out and you know watching you know fuck you're probably watching three games at the same time. So I'm just saying. It's, that's usually the difference in uh, for a lot of people is what what I see is like whether and there were years and it's like okay my my team's doing bad and you know I can't even watch football anyways so I got to work every fucking Sunday and go to and go to rehearsal and shit like that yeah I I there's years I checked out and there were those were years that you know I got last and he was like oh you're doing bad I'm like yeah I got a lot of fucking shit going on this is not high on my priority list now it is now I can now I have Sundays off things like that I can watch football it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And and I can agree with that. If you got a lot of shit going on, if you got some days that you have to uh, you have to work or whatever, I I, I agree. I, I think that you know that hampers your your chance to winning. But that is not luck. Okay, you can't win fantasy football if you don't know anything about football. There's a direct correlation with winning fantasy football. At least in our league, maybe you in these ESPN leagues, you can win by just being like, I don't know, give me whoever. But at least in our league, there's a direct correlation with football knowledge, fantasy management. There's a little bit of luck involved, obviously, but it's it's a combination where you get there the people who know what they're doing win. Uh, and so this is why I'll get to Michael, who hasn't reached that peak yet. He's had shots at it. Uh, he's made championships. I mean, more championships than a lot of people. Uh, and he just hasn't finished. Michael's team this year has the best quarterback combo just above Max, just above uh, Cause, just above myself. Baker Mayfield uh, pre-draft me and Chase had a trade where he I would give him my second round pick and he would give me Baker Mayfield with one of his three grouped picks at the end of the first round. Um, so the plan was to have Danny's pick, which I was going to take Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. So I would have had Kyler Murray. You love Baker Mayfield. Mayfield that much. Yes, I was going to take him as my second round pick that I would trade it up. 20. 23 times last year. Yes. I I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a great year. And so 
that's why I think Michael did a great job with getting Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield. Uh, I thought Baker Mayfield probably would have been a better quarterback than both Wentz and probably Josh Allen's year. Um, I do find a slight weakness in Amari Cooper. I think he is uh, overrated. I think there are other receivers that he could have gotten at the point that he did. Keenan Allen, monster. Uh, Devontae Parker, I think, is a great, if one of not the best wide receiver threes that you can have. Uh, Aaron Jones, great running back. I think that he can sustain getting 250 to 300 points, same same as uh, last year. Chris Carson, I think, is his biggest weakness. I don't like Chris Carson, especially with Carlos Hyde and uh, Penny coming back at some point. This could be a three-headed backfield. There is a movement to let uh, Russ cook, the let Russ cook movement, meaning make this offense a pass-first offense. I think that does not bode well for Chris Carson. Um, I think there's just too much talent in DK Metcalf. Uh, they brought in Olsen and Tyler Lockett for for Carson to sustain that running back two value. I think he's more of a running back two and a half, running back three. Uh, and so he might be looking for a running back two. Johnny Smith uh, is a good tight end, if not a uh, if not a great tight end. I think he will be. Um, Somebody who's in the upper echelon of tight ends and, and is definitely a keeper. Uh, I'll still say it. Ebron Gusecki are right in that range. Um, if, if it's something. Yeah, I think he's out. a candidate to pick one of them up for sure. Right. Uh, if somehow that doesn't work out. So um, that being said, uh, Marvin Jones, good four. Tevin Coleman, good running back two, maybe. Uh, could fit there in that Carson spot. Taysom Hill. God, I want Taysom Hill. I still want Taysom Hill. Call me, Michael. We'll, we'll work out a thing for Taysom Hill. I think that uh, he's a move saver. I think eventually he'll get a wide receiver tight end eligibility. And, I was going to say, if he had that, he'd be so hot. Right. You could plug him into any different spot. But even then, you don't have to make a move on a QB, and you can trade him on bye weeks. I mean, it's just all kinds of different – things you can do with Taysom Hill. And um, I know he, he only scored four points on average last year, but I think his role will increase uh, in time. I, I, I truly believe that. Um, I said his wide receiver pick of Larry Fitzgerald was one of the best, if not the best value pick of the draft. And I still believe that. Yeah. I think Larry Fitzgerald uh, is going to get a good bulk of the work there in Arizona. Still, I still think he's got it. Um, so, so you can't count him out as a wide receiver three. Zane Gonzalez uh, is going to get some work. I think that Arizona offense is going to uh, really show people that, that they are a top five offense and they can really work. Uh, so you'd expect with a good kicker, solid receivers, great, if not the best quarterbacks, a great running back one and an average tight end, that he'd have some weakness in defense, but he doesn't. Blake Martinez uh, is one of the top five linebackers. I know he's on a new team, but he's always been one of the top five linebackers. Just a fucking tackling machine. Uh, Roquan, one of my guys, one of uh, my favorites for years past. Um, he's a, probably the leader in tackles on that Bears defense. 
J.J. Watt, say what you want about J.J. Watt and his production from years past. He's still somebody that uh, you need to pay attention to on that defense. Would I like to have J.J. Watt on my team? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of having that kind of volatility on, on getting points one week and not the next. But it's his D3, and he can he can do that. Tyron Matthew was a uh, – you know, sometime he's going to take a dip in points. Maybe it's not this year. So I do like him as a DB2. You can play him at DB1. Uh, Jonathan Abram, a sneaky guy that I really wanted. Uh, I talked him up in the DB podcast, and he went in and snagged him. Good for him. Uh, I, you know, I love Abram, and I and I really think that um, he will he'll thrive this year in that Las Vegas safety spot. And then last but not least, Kyle Fuller who has had multiple different years of being successful as a DB there. I mean, 113 points last year. He had 12 pass deflections uh, and a handful of picks. So, so yes, I agree. Michael's team is the best going into the season, uh, and he does have that crown. He is going to be somebody to be reckoned with. Is this the year that Max gets his rankings correct? Is this the year that Michael – Second time. Gets- his first, yeah, I know. Uh, okay, <laughs> is this year? I, I love Michael, that I proved him right. I really, I really like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this year that Michael finally gets his championship? Um, we'll just have to see. Uh, but, but thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Thank you for, for, uh, to Max for writing this, and Chase for putting some time into this, um, and you know. I want to announce now for 2021 that I will be doing my own rankings. I am interested in, in uh, having some kind of stock in other people's team and saying, Hey, I was right about this and I was wrong about this. I think that's, that's good. And I think that uh, after looking at RBR and what it is, I do think it's imperfect. And I do think that uh, there's a better way to analyze teams once they're drafted but again it's an opinionated thing and we'll just have to see uh in years to come uh, will you take kickers and defense into absolutely, consideration absolutely 100 i think that's something that we didn't talk about in the rankings podcast uh that we had on tuesday and i think that's super 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 important to talk about kickers and defense not only for a points uh standpoint but also from a trade chip standpoint i mean if we're ranking Mm -hmm. these teams preseason uh we're talking about danny walton as a number three or number six or seven whatever you want to rank him he's got darius leonard and buda baker he automatically could turn that into a solid running back one or two uh, and be a totally different team so uh, you have to talk about defense and you have to talk about kickers uh so so yeah is there anything you want to add um, before we move into next week's podcast where we really get warmed up for the season. Um, is there anything you want to say? I, I just want to say that, you know, thank, thanks to Chase and, and uh, Max writing the ranks. Like I said, I think they it's, I know it's a lot of work. It's, you know, it takes a long time and you're really looking in depth at everybody's teams, um, but I appreciate it. And it turned out really well. And it's, it's fun to, you know, read over them, read over your own team, look at other people's teams. And for me, especially it's given me a little bit more uh, analysis of other people's teams to see what I really want to do trade wise. Like I could see a trade with every single team right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree. Um, 
so yeah thank you guys for listening thank you guys uh you know for for going through i know this is a long podcast but uh we will definitely see you all next week uh thursday same time and so I forget Don't talk to me darling I came to collect Show us respect Or you could get wrecked If I could have thought Then you would regret One, two, three Tell me who next Better focus So the whole click get checked Putting all the pieces together Who does it better If you want to get it ready Then you in the right place Killing a competitor On a mic of a predator Take a fuck around Take a look at my face